0: At New York Comic Con, one of the prevailing rumors that you could hear in whispers, or you could just read on bleedingcool.com, was that, as one does. The the place where rumors breed and spread and... Right. Faster. That's the word. (laughs) One of the prevailing rumors, probably the biggest rumor, was about... A DC Ultimate Universe. And when I first heard about this, I was like, eh, that's uh that's not gonna happen. Plus, the Elseworlds Worlds announcement had happened, so I thought, all right, someone just got mixed up. Mm. But then the next day, after the Else World's announcement, we kept hearing about it. In fact, we can't say how. But we heard about it from uh, a a source that could know. Up the chain, as it were.
1: Someone close to the matter.
0: Yeah. And so now I think it's happening. In fact, I think it's happening very soon. So I thought that we would come here and talk about what a DC Ultimate Universe would look like, what it has to do to be materially different From the mainline DC universe. And the biggest factor of all. Is. The rumor again. That Scott Snyder. Is going to be spearheading slash show running. This entire project. So we're going to chew on that. Welcome to the show. Yes a big old bite. We're going to take a big old bite out of Scott Snyder in DC. I am hungry. As you ever are. (laughs) Also, we have a super fun show pack. We got a lot of stuff to do today and a huge announcement coming a little bit later in the show. So you don't want to go anywhere. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching live. If you're listening at at, at any time, thank you so much. Make sure you hit that like button. Let's smash it so we can get to this draft. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yes, Hulk smash it. We got a a lot of fun to have. All right. Let's talk about a DC Ultimate Universe. So, of course, everybody knows that Marvel has, at this point, had two Ultimate Universes. Mm. And we'll talk about the first one, because I think if they're going to do this, the Blueprint is really the first one. Yeah. So, that started in the early 2000s. It was spearheaded by a new wave of creators that really hadn't splashed uh, in mainline comics quite yet, but were on the verge. Uh, You had, of course, writers like Brian uh, Michael Bendis. You had artists like Brian Hitch, writers like Mark Miller. So these were the new wave of creators, and they were telling stories that felt, at that time, radically different from what we were getting from the mainline Marvel books, which, quite frankly, weren't very good at the time and felt stale. Mm. So the Ultimate Universe came in. It seemed like a universe that played by a different set of rules. In some ways, it played for keeps. It seemed like death was a real thing. Um, And the stories were exciting and fresh. Of course, we all know that things went off the rails. But we had about a decade, maybe, of, of pretty strong Ultimate Universe stories at Marvel. So my first question to you guys is again, given the state of Marvel when they launched the Ultimate Universe, it was dire and, and lame. Marvel was lame. Do you think that DC is in a place where they even need an Ultimate Universe? Kale?
2: No. But no, I don't see how this will work the same way as it did uh, for Marvel. Um, and I think the thing, the thing that made it so successful for marvel i think is that marvel's whole business has been built upon being the world outside your window um but dc has never needed that they've never made that promise and they don't need to ultimate marvel worked because they uh uh brought origins to the modern time but dc does that every f- five years if that you know there's always a retelling i i don't think this will work for dc because their characters are bigger than the world outside your window
3: they're those gods and and the gods and monsters that you know dc talks about james yeah. gunn talks about Uh, My thing is they've done this already. (laughs) It was called Earth One. Like, (laughs) their their attempt at it already happened. Sure, it was only in graphic novel form. But that was getting the hottest creators at the time, or maybe up and coming, um, and retelling the origins of their main heroes in a somewhat modern setting, you know? Um, And correct me
2: if I'm wrong, weren't those one-shots too, like, I mean, fairly contained anyway. One or they, two shots. Presumably. Yeah, they
3: were they were single-trade, single, tr- single hardcover, small hardcovers, um, and some of them got volume twos. Um, but, and those were, like, generally received well, too. So, not continuing that was strange. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know why they need this. They just announced Elseworlds. They have a whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, this seems to be, I guess... I mean, I guess it depends on how much, how many books we're getting in this too, Um, but it seems to be unnecessary.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna get busy. It's gonna get in the way of the things that they already have too. Talia just mentioned Elseworlds. I mean, they have Black Label to kind of be their own whatever it needs to be, if they want to use it that way. Right now, it's been very focused on the Batman stuff, but they have options to be able to tell stories in non-contained non-continuity and so what is the per what would be the purpose of this if not to inflate the number of lines that they have across I the mean, board i mean batman books <laughs> sure said it <laughs> <laughs> sure uh, but like it it, it it'll it get busy because then now it's like okay well i have to follow mainline continuity i get these cool one-offs every once in a while and on, on, for batman on black label, maybe the Elseworlds stuff is going to pull through for a few things. And you want to sell me a separate universe. Uh, I mean, I can also only buy so many books. And I don't know if there's enough of incentive to get me there to an ultimate universe after that. Like there has to be a hard sell to get me to try it. um, Or to try it to be a little bit easier, but to get me to stick around,
0: that's gonna be a harder sell. I I genuinely am puzzled by this type of decision right now. So on one hand, right, I'm ruminating on this and my mind goes to 5G. Mm. Because Mm. 5G, right, is, hey, now from this point forward, comic book characters age and they grow and they die and things will change. That was the promise of 5G, right? We know about how Superman was going to, you know, get depowered, and then him and Batman were going to have a final fight, and we're both going to be gone and get replaced and everything else. Okay, so there there is an aspect of that idea that is exciting and interesting. The idea that the comic books would be forced, because this is a separate universe, to let characters get older and get replaced, and die and all that play for keeps. But how long is it going to take to get to that? Right. How many years of storytelling is it going to take to get to that? And what's going to happen before that? Are we going to go back to a young, a young Bruce Wayne uh, swearing his oath to fight crime? Like, I just don't need it. I don't think. And they do so many offshoot stories where you get you can get a Bruce Wayne in any era. What do you need this for?
1: Yep. I it, I worry it, to that point that if they announce this or sorry, if they start to put stuff out, they won't give it the time to get to those places. They'll try to probably accelerate yeah, it because absolutely. it's like well we have a framework. We know what's worked. We know that. You know, there's the on the Marvel side they had stakes. And so there the story rolled out was told in a way so that endings or deaths or character growth was warranted but here it's like we're going to get to the big splashy stuff that's something that i think dc's recently been doing is not being considered of the time it takes to get to certain moments that have weight and value and i'm thinking specifically
3: of the dark crisis marvel was a blueprint for how this doesn't work like, that, that's what Marvel was supposed to be. And You know, like, Peter Parker died and Miles, you know, took over. But then Peter Parker came back, you know, um, because people were now invested in that version of that character. And then the same, you know, issues of the past came back for this new line. So it's kind of proof that it doesn't really work if you want to sell books consistently. I mean, it worked for a decade. Sure, which DC ain't even given it, you know, half of
0: that, but. And they're not, I don't think DC's main line is in the place where they need a reboot of this magnitude. Not that it would be a mainline reboot, just that it would be a separate universe that is essentially rebooted. It's starting from one. Yeah. And I don't know why we would need that.
3: Yeah, the variant industry did not ha- has not destroyed DC Comics yet. Um we got to give it a couple more
0: years before it does that. I'm I I'm really thrown off. I'm really thrown off by this. And then so there's another thing, right? And that's the Scott Snyder aspect. When I hear Scott Snyder and DC, I think of one character, that of course being Batman. And I don't want a DC Ultimate Batman Universe. I love Batman, but why? We already saw the Elseworld announcement had what three Bat books?
2: Five out. Of, it was. It wasn't like five, five? out of six
0: were. <laughs> a lot. It's a lot, right? And so if they do an Ultimate line, how, it's going to be, of course, a Batman book. What are we going to get? Like an Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> war stories book from his from his time right. as a war guy. I right know.
3: That actually sounds interesting. Garth Ennis, let's go. Ooh. Watch the TV show. Yeah,
0: watch the show. Superman. So, okay, so Superman. Wonder Woman. Aquaman. All right. Green Lantern. Red Tornado. Too many books. Just,
2: yeah, this is all... It's all stuff you can, like... You it's can get all it now. Stuff, like... And it's all accessible. Like, it's not even like you have to read these, you know, the 1930s version of of all this. Like, there's a 2010s, there's probably a 2018 version that's, of all of these stories, some version that's clean and modern.
0: I think, yeah, if you want to start with Batman, take your pick. Because you can start with you could start with Grant. I mean, I did. I don't know. You could, but you could start with Scott Snyder, who already has a, a great run for that. But you could also start with Tom King, who has a great run for that. Mm-hmm. Or you could start with Chip Zdarsky, which is happening right now, and it's great. So yeah. what? Why a Green Lantern just started? Because they got Green Lantern number three out right now? You know what I'm saying?
2: Who Green Lanterns just started? Yeah. <laughs> I, I
3: so think also comic- the the. the- yeah, I was going to say, Comic Boom in the chat kind of has the alternate to what you guys are saying. He says, uh, remember why Marvel's first Ultimate was so successful. It was not tied down by decades of continuity, allowing new interactions and less editorial changes. That appeals
0: to current DC, I think. Does it? A DC that just got a new editorial team that is finally able to tell stories untethered to 5G? And also just came out of a
2: crisis so what editorial mandates are they bound by right now
3: I, I i agree with you guys but i can also see how like yes we know that because we're tapped in you know joe schmo sees detective comics 1063 or whatever um and gets intimidated by that like i know but, it, i'm but, up joe, the, but yeah
2: but joe schmo not gonna pick this up he's not
3: i don't disagree i don't disagree Like, it's, you know,
2: it's this marketing to this uh, untapped reader. In this case, the one case that I'll agree with, Sean, that person doesn't exist. Like, you know, somebody's not going to go, oh, you know, I'm really jonesing for Detective Comics right now. I really need to figure out where Batman lost his parents. You can look at two issues of Batman ago, and
0: it's not, like, we don't need this. I just feel like there's so many access points right now. Like, like if we're really going to talk about the state of Marvel at that time, and you really look at it, this is a company that was literally bankrupt. They yeah. came out of one of the worst eras in the history of Marvel with the Heroes Reborn stuff that they had done sales were really bad and they needed a revolution and it wouldn't have worked if they didn't rely on new voices because Scott Snyder's great he really is I think he's one of the better Batman writers that we've ever had but he's not a new voice this is a, a this is a voice that we have been comfortable with for over a decade writing Batman not writing something else.
1: That's actually a really good point. I I think if you have somebody, or if you have a group of creators who feel like the next wave, that's a differentiator to say, hey, yes, you can get your, you know, you can get your Black Label books by Snyder, by a Christian Ward, by a whoever, or you can get your Elseworlds stories as told by these creators. But you know what? Here's this here's this hungry wave of creators who want to tell stories we're giving them a sandbox to play in that's an appeal i think as compared to scott snyder is leading the charge or mark wade is leading the charge or if they bring michael brian michael bendis out of the wings to lead this thing like uh, i think that's a better sell and would get me more interested because at the very least i know that um, i'm getting a variety of story within the context of elseworlds or sorry uh, fuck I messed it up already. Sorry, ultimate.
3: <laughs> I mean Scott Snyder does also have the benefit of a substack and he has lots of hungry and new creators that he works with. Um if this could be a way of introducing those creators and, and Scott Snyder is the showrunner like 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 you mentioned Sean, and there's more of a of a diverse you know, unfamiliar creator lineup for these books. I I think that's where it would be appealing for me. Um, The actual text of it all, I could care to give two shits for. But
0: But the problem is that we've kind of seen what Scott Snyder would do when he's fully in control of who he works with. And for the most part, he's worked with the same people he's worked with or people that we already know. To all people that went to Sarah Lawrence College, <laughs> like it's not, it's not really opening any doors. And you know, if you go back twenty years, Brian Michael Bendis, New Face, already, you know, like put put the time in, put the work in to be a great creator for the last five or so years before getting tapped for this. You know, the creators that came from across the pond. They were super talented. These were these were amazing people. We're talking about Mark Miller. We're talking about Brian Hitch. They were great, but they had go ahead. Well,
2: and they'd done their time too on 2018 on Doctor Who. On you know,
0: yeah. So is that is that like that untapped creator that is that we already know is great, but just hasn't been hasn't gotten that bump yet? who's that? Because I don't know. they would have to be utterly unknown it's tough it's tough because everybody gets everybody gets a shot and then people who don't get a shot are people like victor dandridge who grind and do great stories but seem to never get chosen when dc's doing a black anthology book or marvel's doing one it's like there's a there's a certain kind of creator that there's just a ceiling on, as far as Marvel and DC, and everybody else is in. So, who do you get? You get people from TV, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that there was anything inherently wrong with Earth One
1: and rename it that, right? I mean, you already have the brand recognition there, like, take advantage of the fact that people know that, have an understanding of what it is. And you're, you say, you know what, we're announcing a, an Earth 1 Wave 2. That sounds confusing beside the point, but uh, there's a recognition that I think would be at the release least more easily accepted. I
3: like how you're like, we're going to do Earth, wa- Earth, two, Earth 1 Wave 2, even though they did already. <laughs> and also, you're the marketing guy. <laughs> you're wave like, three. the marketing doesn't matter. It's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean they have the, the Green Lantern uh show or whatever the heck James Gunn is making is like based on the Earth One Green Lantern. So uh, I don't I don't know. Refocus there, in my opinion.
2: Refocus DC. Yeah, that's what? tough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so someone someone said uh uh oh Gilmer Eric Smith, welcome. He said uh Philip Kennedy Johnson. So that's a name that I could see being involved on some level even though again he's already involved writing mainline DC I feel like his career his big career
2: is new enough yeah and he hasn't done quite like the universe spanning uh universe spanning uh, stories yet mm-hmm. uh that he could be interesting.
0: Seeing right. like what his takes would be would be uh would be interesting. Leah Williams is another name they have. She can she can do some things. Um Pull in the guy who does all the alternate universes, Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor, uh Ultimate Reforestation. Wow. <laughs> let, yeah, let him write Ultimate Titans. Uh <laughs> Vita Ayala, Nicholas Draper Ivy. These are they do have some creators on hand that would be interesting to see them in a more prominent role, but you know these are names we've seen on big titles already. So I don't know who you get necessarily. I think that those are some that we've we've thrown out names that you could use. You know, maybe you get a Brian Edward Hill. Uh, there are certain people. Yeah. You Get a Tyler but, Olson, a Kel Ward. You know. How come you don't say my name? What's up with all of my chop meat? Well, chop right liver. next to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. He
2: can't see you in his right, field of vision. Right. <laughs> as far
0: as my mind goes, yeah. The Comic Boom says, moviegoers are not confused with ongoing new Batmans or Supermans, etc. Why do we assume that new comic book universes will confuse readers? I think readers deserve more credit. I have people in my life right now that I can name who have in the last five years asked me which uh which company owns Spider-Man. I've had people say to me that Spider-Man is a DC character. Constantly I have to correct people when they bring up movies like Morbius and Venom and how come those characters don't interact with Spider-Man even though they're in the same universe. All the time. When Batman, that whole fiasco when we literally had four batmen in a movie in the same calendar year which is 2022 to 2023 because george clooney was in that damn flash people were buzzing my phone asking me what the hell is going on with dc so as much as i want to agree with that comic boom i can't because people in my life don't get it and they're not necessarily used to the idea that you have multiple batmen you have multiple spider men like we are because we've been reading comic books for decades.
1: I, I think even giving the, the, the readers the benefit of the doubt, uh, for me, it, it, it's gonna boil down to, am I gonna pay for another $5, $6 book? And yeah. uh, realistically, whether you know them or not, you have to convince me that your title, whatever it might be, is worth that extra money. Because right now, comics are already expensive. More so than they have been in, in decades since the the ultimate the last Marvel's Ultimate Universe. Like so, there's a lot of consideration that has to be taken into account there. Can I
2: read this super chat, please? Is that what you were about to do? Yes. Okay, I want to read this super chat because it brings up an interesting question for me uh, that I sort of want to turn to. Uh, Flo Dameron, thank you so much for that uh, super chat. Super chats are on. Please, if you. Uh, Feel led by the Spirit. Hallelujah and amen to you. God bless. (laughs) Uh, Flo says, uh, I'm all for it. It'll be cool if they use this for Mark Millar's Superman. Uh, I mean, I don't want that, but I I hope that makes you happy. My question here is, what to you guys would make this work? Because to me, it's not Scott Snyder, and it's not a universe reset.
1: Hmm.
3: Hmm. Scott Tober didn't do it for you, Cal. <laughs> I
2: but, uh, the fucking comicsology collapsed before we even got Scott. Well, that's true. That's him. not fair
3: to Scott. Honestly, that isn't fair to Scott.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think they have to be characters that, for me, all right, for me, it would have to be smaller time talent. It would have to be books and titles that aren't on the stands currently like i don't need another batman book Mm. beyond is enough of it no it's still batman but but a ragman book but a ragman book a shade the changing man something like um the young animal stuff like you mean vertigo (laughs) or or vertigo Yeah, yeah both of them i mean those those are things that'll pull me in and i would much rather see that by talent that is hungry and using this as a place to foster and grow talent where there are less consequences, you'll play in a universe that will have um, end outcomes due to actions in other books, let them toy around in that they can play get a feel for what continuity is what consequences are like before you bring them up to uh, your mainline continuity DC. I think using that as a playground makes a lot more sense to foster creativity. That's what's going to sell me on it. That's what's going to get me to buy a book.
3: For me the, the characters don't matter because I know what characters are gonna use. Like they're gonna do Trinity and then like, ooh, here's someone you didn't expect. Blue Beetle, you know? Um for me it, it's Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the creators for me that that really cements it. Like I, I, I'm okay with Scott Steiner doing a DC book if he's if it's like I don't like the Avengers or the Ultimates for this ultimate universe. That's fine with me. Um flow, like like Mark Miller, Superman. Would I want to read that? actually would, just not as part of a bigger universe. Just give me a black-label book of that. Let it stand alone by itself. Uh, that's what I would want for that. But I would want younger creators, newer creators, more diverse creators. Um, something that the, when DC was first formed couldn't have happened. So uh, that's that would sell me, if anything. But honestly, I don't think it's going to sell me
0: no matter what. But
3: <laughs> Akira Yoshida.
0: Thanks Flo. Um for the super chat, I really appreciate it. I um I don't want to be like negative, but I don't think I don't think that there's a, like an answer to this question. Um because I feel like I'm happy enough with DC's current books. Yeah, um I, feel that. I don't know why this would be so meaningfully different. Like we lived through the new 52. To me, the new 52 is DC's ultimate universe. I know it's not one-to-one, but that's how it felt. Yeah. It felt fresh. It felt radical. And that was enough for me. That was enough for me. And that was mainline. So it, was, it felt important. You had to read it. And in a company like DC, where reboots are the norm and offshoots are the norm, if you're not committing to a mainline reboot, then I don't think you're that serious. Sean, uh, Ine Kadoa
3: in the chat does mention that they wouldn't mind a Hickman-led DC Ultimate Universe, and Hickman at DC has been like that. What if that real big what if in in comics within the last decade? I think uh, with like his Legion talk and stuff, is that enough to
0: convince you? He brings his no. Bible over. No, because as as brilliant as Jonathan Hickman is, um. I would hate it to be the case that the first time that I'm reading Hickman DC stuff is in Ultimates, you know, and I I would love for him to kind of get away from this idea that he has to architect these huge revolutions and just kind of tell like really good stories, like plant your roots, stick with something, tell real good stories. I want to read his Superman. I want to read what he has to say with the Legion, even though I don't care about the Legion. Like, well, exactly i probably will so for me i'd rather see hickman doing mainline stuff um the other thing i wanted to say is that scott snyder's a busy boy yeah right like the dude has the substack. he's got all these um you know amazon original titles which have launched and i don't know what stage they're in but you know we're still getting them uh he's a go ahead a lot of them are actually finishing up right now I he's a part were, of distillery set, set he just did an interview actually with uh with right, comic yeah. pop and he talked about how he shout out to them by the way but he, he talked about how he plans to work on one superhero book that he can't talk about and he wanted to have like just a few other projects and get away from doing like 12 projects or whatever but even if you go by that he's also showrunning the Witcher's writer room writer's room as well so yeah I didn't know that. so that's what that's what this dude is involved with so does he really even have the time to spearhead a project like this and I thought distillery distillery was his major commitment all these distillery creators are doing fifty thousand other things but I don't know I don't I don't this doesn't do it for me I I think. I think it would have to
2: be sort of what we talked about earlier with 5g and i i think that it might have to be done similar to what we're seeing with ultimate the ultimate titles right now in that we need to see a piece of history snap off and go the other way Mm. and like, let DC commit to that to the future. I like that.
1: for that. What do you mean? Can you can you explain? Like it? the so,
2: Spider-Man thing? The Spider-Man thing.
3: You're saying, like, a piece of history snapping off and, like, branching out, right? To, like, an yeah. alternate trajectory. Yeah. And Peter not getting bitten by a spider is a big thing in the Ultimate Universe currently.
2: That's, that's a start. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh... Uh... As an example, you know, in five G, Superman loses his powers, right? In any other normal story, DC would have him get him back, and it would be fine. They'll move on to the next
1: creative team, oh, and it I will see. be as if nothing has ever happened.
2: Okay, this line has to be affected by that to the future.
1: Right, right. It is. It is
2: the consequence, and that is even even if he gets his powers back he still has to deal with the stuff that happened because he lost his power.
1: Okay. I'm tracking. You know,
2: and all the 5G stuff that had been rolled out by, you know, JDO and all the other creators, like, you know, maybe it doesn't necessarily all that stuff maybe all that stuff doesn't necessarily happen the way it was planned out that way. But they have to let that line
1: go and live and Figure it out along the way, right? Like he 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 gets Superman gets the mullet. Now he has to live with that consequence. He has to take pictures like that. You know, M- mullets are just, back what? in
3: Marco. Mullets are back in, ah, so. and I fucking hate it. Okay,
2: <laughs> listen, and you're on the right side of history for that.
3: <laughs> I, I think I think Ultimate uh, the, what was announced near Comic Con, like Peach Moco doing Ultimate X Men. And I think in terms of a creator thing, like that's what I'm interested in too. Where you get this really hot creator who. You don't associate with superhero comics, really. And you just let them do their thing. I mean, we don't know what that's going to be, so I can't really speak to the content of it. Um, but it definitely looks different than the rest of the stuff. So,
2: Gilmerick Smith says uh, Sean, Sean Murphy. And I
1: don't I hate that. But he has his universe. He has, he the has the his universe. own Batman.
3: Yeah. yeah, I don't think he has any incentive to actually do that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's it's, having not a it's not time. a rental property. So yeah, you just do an yeah. Airbnb <laughs> instead. Um. Landlords <laughs> are people too, Kale. No, they're
0: not. Um, so I lost my... Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, I'm in Perez in the chat, who's got a green name for some reason. I wonder why. We'll talk about That's that weird. a little later. Says, uh, I feel like independent books are not as hot as creators thought. Many of them want to come back to the big two now, and that harkens back to something that uh, and Comic Boom referenced mm. it. That Mark Miller said that uh, the big two needs big oh, writers right. to go yeah, back yeah, yeah. to it. Um, and you know what? I I think I think look, Scott Snyder, if we're using him as the example, has put out a shitload of yeah. you know creator-owned indie books to varying degrees of success. And we don't have numbers anymore to really say how successful these have been or not been. But for the most part, they've been a part of a larger package. So the Comixology deal was a package. And I'm assuming that he got, he raked money in through that package, not necessarily relying on the individual sales of any given book. And maybe he had his cake and ate it too, By getting some back end off the physicals. Who knows? Distillery. That's a package. That's ownership. That's being a part of a of a of a larger company now. But he hasn't really like let it fly on indie books that have to sell in order for him to earn an income. I think, and this is kind of what he said in this in the interview with Sal. That he just wanted to like vomit, like get it out. And I don't say that in a negative way. He wanted to like get it all out. All his stories. Right. The stuff he can't do at the big two and then go back. That's what I think. But I don't think that the majority of the creators who have done the big old exodus are looking to go back. When I right. look at people like uh, Rick Remender or I look at people like Brian K Vaughn or Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips or honestly name your na- like take your pick of the of the upper echelon of people who've left, I don't know that they're going back.
3: And I, then when you have I, things like Ghost Machine where their their the creativity is really within their control,
0: they double down. Yeah, right? on leaving. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what no one else has done because everybody else all the distillery people are still working at DC, all of them. Mm. So I, no one else has said, "Okay, we're exclusive. We're out of the pool." I guess Remender too, with um,
3: Giant Generator, is doing absolutely it as well with the artists. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Good point. All those, all those artists are out of the pool. I guess I was more talking about the the, the recent, like mostly the distillery people. Sure, but sure. Yeah. but you're right. Giant Generator out of the pool. And so to me, yeah, you've got Mark Miller and yes, that would sell for sure. there's no doubt I think his Superman will sell. I just question whether the same guy who was at the tip of the spear 20 years ago on an ultimate reboot should also be the voice or or a prominent voice behind a new ultimate reboot. I just I worry about that. But will it sell? Yeah. Will I read it? Hell yeah. I have one more uh one more thing that I wanted to uh to bring up. And this is the movie part. Because there happens to be a major reboot coming to the films by James Gunn. And James Gunn is looking directly at comics. Mm-hmm. We know he's tight with Jim Lee who was an architect of the new 52. He's looking directly at comics and he's saying, all right, comics, what do you got for me? The same Kevin Feige playbook. Yeah. And they're going to need this to work for years. So it wouldn't surprise me if James Gunn and Jim Lee have sat down and had a conversation about ways to mutually benefit from a relationship. And I don't know if there's a better way for them to mutually benefit than a flat ultimate universe that James can pull from and promote. I think that makes sense. Pull from so like, or new stories, new stories. So that wouldn't really be pulling
3: from as, as, as much as creating it simultaneously.
0: No, right. because James Gunn's not an architect the same way that Marvel is setting the stage in the comics for the X-Men's arrival in the films. I'm saying, I'm saying that but, three year uh, difference but, sort of, yeah, like I'm. I'm sure that James Gunn's stories are years out for the films. But what's next? What's after that? Hmm. What were you gonna say, Marco?
1: I mean, I was gonna say if, if that's the case, comics work in a similar you know, long term perspective. So I feel like like, hey, this is what I'm doing for my first iteration of movies. You know, what can we lead into from here? How are you telling your stories? Cool, you're gonna go that angle. Okay, I can start to prep and do the things that like you'll write the script while I'm working on the movie you're working on the the art kind of thing like mm. I, I i can see that being a timeline i don't like that um i mean brother that's
2: the manga pipeline that's the manga anime pipeline
1: oh you know what you said that i take it back hold on a second i take
3: it back see flip flop no morals
1: no 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 cuz 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 that's a oh, good that's point
2: that's marco that's marco's whole thing
1: Hey, oil! Flip
2: flop, no morals. Beep boop, beep boop.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a level of um uh of novelty when it comes to uh, having that pipeline, right? You you, it's direct act direct access. Uh, news stories get pushed out quickly, and typically they tend to do really well. Like I think if you get a series of writers who build that that world, that universe, who are invested and have stakes in it, that's going to be on the part of DC to make them care for that. But that can produce good stories to then translate into films, as opposed to taking older stories, which have that familiarity, um, you can lean into that I, I think it makes sense to hold off on those classics, see what gets pumped out through the new stuff the same way that anime manga would. That's a that was a good point kale before their toe back into well we can also do you know the ultimate version of uh crisis or the ultimate version of i don't know um whatever invasion but the they'll have the new stuff to build upon and work off i don't know I, actually that that seems to make sense
2: you just said a bunch of gobbledygook i don't like did anybody else get any of that he just talked trying, himself into to... something, and like it made no sense.
0: The essential point that Mark Marco was making is that if there is a track of this is the idea, this is the comic, this is the movie, or the TV show, or whatever, that that will make it cleaner and easier for people to follow. Just which is literally exactly what you were saying, Kale, about the manga, okay. anime track, and right. I think that when you look at what james gunn has pulled from and sourced of late you know super supergirl woman mm-hmm. of tomorrow uh that's very recent yeah um not all of the stuff he sourced is is recent but i think it's either recent or timeless yeah. yeah and so that that makes sense to me and i don't think there's anything wrong personally with that kind of um that kind of track because we clearly already know that it works and Marvel doesn't do that. Marvel absolutely doesn't do it in the same way, because when you look at what they do, they go, Oh, Hey, secret invasion. Cool. Let's take that name and do nothing with it. Fuck it up.
3: I think the the, only time, the only time I could think of like where it was done was when Avengers came out and they did Avengers assemble Brian, Michael Bendis. And I think it was Bendis, and it was like a a, a movie, a, a team of Avengers that was the same lineup as the movie, um, and mm, it was in continuity. Yeah, um, but it but it, it, it also
2: well. uh, it evolved to add other characters. It I did. I remember yeah. Yep. Kelly um, Kelly Sue did a run that was. Uh, you're right. Highly, um, not claimed, but very. It was talked about a lot. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and, and but like, and then they never did it again. I felt. <laughs> Um like it, it was like a weird one and done thing, which I think did well in terms of like we had sales numbers at the time. Like it was doing decent, which you know, promoting the comics that can then tie in with the movies simultaneously, novel idea, I guess.
0: Unfortunately, yeah, but yeah, it, it kind of is. Which <laughs> is crazy. And 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 my last thought, I guess, is that um I think that is the only way that this feels necessary or at least justifiable um. because outside of that I don't know that we need to get to a place where we have an ultimate universe I think DC's efforts and their best talent should be dedicated to making mainline DC feel as fresh and exciting as possible put the fucking forest fires out and <laughs> do something meaningful you know do something great in the books we need them to be great so not and putting out wildfires well, you know, leave that to Smokey. <laughs> I love Smokey. Marco, was that a yeah. Scott Snyder joke?
1: No, that was a Titans joke. Because
0: oh. they should be they should be doing other things. I thought you were talking about Snyder's Wildfire book. <laughs> He's got a book called Dark yeah. Spaces Wildfire. Right, yeah, yeah. No, it can only be so clever, Tyler. Um, good for sales. I mean, yeah, I think it w- I think it would be good for sales. Um, would it be good for my wallet? No. No oh, good for sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bean's gonna be struggling. Dude, I don't I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna retract. Because it's Whoa. it's it's a lot. It's the too rubber much. band
3: has hit, will snap at one point.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't I I'm buying more books than I care about as it is. Um, and there are too many universes and too many writers and too many artists and too many characters doing too many books. Mm. Something has to give, and I don't know. Like Elseworlds, if it's not for this podcast, I'm not buying it. Not. Something's got to give, and it's my wallet. It's alternate universes. I don't even like them. I don't even like them. I don't care about that shit. I'm going to buy a DC Ultimate Universe. I mean, if it's good, I'll buy it. But I don't care about it. (laughs) If it's number one, I'll buy it. If, yeah. it, uh, if it's a number one, I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give every, I'll give any number one a chance.
3: I'm not buying any of those Elseworlds books, but there's a Greg Smallwood one, so I'm probably gonna buy that one.
0: <laughs> oh shit! I'm all right, yeah, but we're gonna read that for the show. That, yeah, that's how yeah. okay. I'll get around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that
3: that came from a pipe above us to to read uh, that book. Yeah, we got a lot control over that. Yeah, we're what, what can we
0: say? It's yeah. we're, you know we're on a divine mission. Ah, we struggle so
2: much. To get Marvel and DC to acknowledge us like in the background, like, you know, for the business. And like, (laughs) just like the way we have to, like, well, I mean, come on. Like, you know, like Tyler just said, like the Greg Smallwood that was from up high, like the up high is us. Like, (laughs) (laughs) don't
3: peek behind the curtain, you know?
0: But yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like
3: we couldn't. We very well couldn't. I'm known for having a jello spine, so <laughs>
0: I'll I'll tell you this right now: having to put together uh, pals pulls for next week. The first distillery book, the first si- I think it's the first single like creator distillery book, um, not the Devil's Cut, is coming out by Jock, and it looks great. I think it's going to be great, but it's eight ninety nine, and Ooh. I made the decision that. W- I'm not gonna. We're not gonna pay for that. Like, we, I'm not gonna say, "Hey guys, all right, time to plunk down 8.99 to review every distillery book." There's no way.
1: 8.99. Holy
0: shit! I'm gonna buy it, but we're not gonna do it for this show because it's too much. It's too expensive.
2: I don't even think I could get it.
3: That's true because oh, yeah. they don't have a digital. Because um, when when a Devil's Cut came out, uh, no,
0: they haven't released it yet. Um, what, I'm not saying this, I'm not saying Devil's Cut had a an online release. I'm saying that Distillery has a plan for online releases through that. I mean, we all talked about that. Market sure, release. yeah, but they're not launching with it, which is confusing. It's all confusing. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can buy it. It's just going to be an NFT, Kale. Right. So you can make money it. on it down the road. Right. Maybe it'll get you into a super secret dinner. Ooh, that I'll have to attend.
2: Uh, Yeah, a super secret dinner that I won't be able to go to.
0: (laughs)
1: Give me the ticket. Give me the ticket.
0: Yeah. Do your worst, DC. I hope it's good. If they do it, I hope it's good. And if you're looking for a showrunner, I don't know that there's a comic book writer or creator right now who's better for that kind of position, showrunning than Snyder or Hickman. They those are the only two that I can really. The only one of those has actual experience show running in the film and television space. So
1: hmm.
0: we'll be there, DC, because we're suckers.
1: <laughs>
0: well I'm we're supporting here. <laughs> here. I'm a sucker and I force them to read these That's books. Right. <laughs> we support but. comics. Yes. There we go. Yes. Yes, Marco, you're right. We support no, comics. Come on.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And if you want to support us mm-hmm. and help us support comics, we have a major announcement to make. So, if you are if you are in the live chat, you may have noticed that a couple of people have green names and they've got some snazzy emojis. And that is the result of us launching channel memberships on our YouTube page. There is a join button uh, next to our, our channel name for watching a video of ours. If you're on our YouTube landing page uh, that gives you access to become a channel member. Um, You know, we don't, We don't launch things. We don't want to launch things that we don't believe in. We don't want to launch things that we haven't really thought about. Is there value in this? We try to pack as much value into every single thing that we do as we can. Um, And we feel like this is an extension of that. You know, we really love our YouTube community. You guys have been amazing to us. And we want to give back and we want to do some cool things with you guys. Um, And so we did decide to launch this channel membership on youtube we have two tiers uh the first tier you guys can become a sidekick uh and that's going to give you the loyalty badge which is pretty cool it's next to your name whenever you chat in the live chat um and you get some channel emojis some custom channel emojis right now we've got one for each of our heads more to come uh so that's going to be a lot of fun or you can become a vip a vi pal a very important pal And not only is that going to give you the emojis and the badge, but that's going to give you brand new timed exclusive videos that no one will see before you. Um, We're going to put those out for our channel members. And then, you know, after a couple of weeks, we'll put, you know, we'll make them available to everybody else, but we want to give you guys that early access because you're, you're choosing to support us. So we want to, do what we can for you and more to come by the way mm-hmm. more to come more emojis mm-hmm. more exclusive stuff we want to make this special for you guys to choose to join us so thank you to everybody that does nothing else is changing if you enjoy this show pals pulls the book club all that stuff is staying the same this is just a little something extra um if you want it if you want to partake but if you don't we appreciate you and we're happy that you're here anyway The only
2: downside to this, really, is that if you're on the sidekick tier, like, it's sort of a grab bag as to whose sidekick you are, right? (laughs) Like, you know, if you end up as Marco's sidekick, who knows what awful, boring marketing stuff you're going to have to sit through. Shenanigans. You know? That's true.
1: I got the the, the Mugiwada hat.
2: See? Like, just awful.
1: Awesome. word classy you're right we do need more mark emojis a hundred percent
3: i would like to revoke catherine so catherine thank you for signing up for as a vi vi pal i know i in, uh, in the chat says and the chat says and the chat says i'm also joined uh tom account thank you but can we revoke catherine's i'm sure her, her emoji usage was a little too uh directly attacking me at that point so i'm just gonna say. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you want to do with emojis, then you're going to pay for it. I'm, you're going to screw it. You, you know, know what? <laughs>
2: I'm I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to endorse Catherine's
0: emo- emojis. Me too. <laughs> well, I'm outvoted. <laughs> well, full fully endorsed. Um, thank you, Atomic Count. Really appreciate you signing up. Those of you who are on our Patreon page and are also signing up for this, you guys are <laughs> you guys are MV pals. You guys are amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and again, you know, we have no expectation. Of anyone if it's it's up to you. It's completely your choice, and we value every listener. So thank you guys. Especially if they make fun of Tyler.
1: <laughs> and join me on my misadventures, apparently.
0: <laughs> uh i Perez in the chat says we need more VIPs here. Hey, uh that's that's what he says, and I'm not gonna disagree. Um you know what, Tyler? I don't know that. Tyler asks if if you guys get no ads. I don't know that. I think I think YouTube wants more money from you. So if you want no ads, I think you have to be on YouTube Premium. Yeah, I wasn't um, sure the
3: specifics of that. Like maybe you just yeah. get no ads on that particular channel. I'm not sure. But...
0: That'd be nice. I would love that for all of you. Um, uh, toppling. I'm impressed in the chat.
2: in the chat just gifted a subscription. Wow. Hey. A membership. See, y'all out. just listen, y'all just throwing cash our way. Thank you. Who
3: can we tell who gets who gets the that. gifted one? Or is it just like, oh, somebody gets it and separately? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, if you got that, or i mean, if you know who got it, uh, I would love to see, I would love to to know who gets that, because that's really cool. Um speaking of oh my god, Catherine says <laughs> I'm gonna read that. <laughs> I'm gonna read it. she's a she's a, a vi pal we got to we got to read all the vi pal comments right my husband came up to me and goes you talking about feet and i scrolled up to show him my message well that is that is tyler's uh <clears throat> fetish it's not it's not <laughs> the kink it's a bit please it's a bit uh-huh i i just want the listeners to know regardless <laughs> of what tyler just said it's not that's not true. That is he, not true. He does, he puts it all
2: in our private threads, yeah, like unprompted. No, yeah. I don't do that. I
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't that, we do that. Can he that walking face? around in a
2: foot costume? Oh, going, that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm making,
3: looking, for the I'm guy making who future did this. emojis, Sean. I'm making future emojis right now. Can, we,
1: can <laughs> we clip that face so I can make an emoji out of it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's that's when it that one's called tyler's really trying to convince us he doesn't sniff feet
0: <laughs>
2: <Ooh>.
0: we <laughs> it's need tyler's
2: it's not the scream it's that, tyler's the sniff yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that is absolutely nasty. Um, well, I guess we kink shame with the comics pals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't kink whoa, shame. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's don't not mean, shame. Sorry. Yeah, we don't
3: mean it's, it's not, not shame.
0: Shy. No, not at all. You sniff as many feet as you want to, buddy. <laughs> um so on the subject of, you know, our 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 listeners and those of you who go the take the extra step to support, uh, there are a lot of you that support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the comics pals, where We are always giving you bang for your buck. Uh, We have had quite a month, quite a busy few weeks with Comic-Con and everything like that. So, you know, everyone who's gone the extra mile for us at this time, and I want to specifically, well, I'm going to specifically shout them out in a moment, but uh, you guys are amazing. Really, really, really amazing. Thank you so much. Um, And whether you know it or not, it helps us. I mean, if you you look at our setup from Comic-Con this year and the mics that we had, um, you know, it gets all techie, but like that whole setup was the nicest, breeziest setup we've ever had. And that's absolutely 100% due to our patrons, like 100%. So thank you so much. Um, And while I'm thanking you, I might as well uh, give a special shout out to the best pals in the universe. Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, the Hound of Justice Atomic Hound and joining that group. Becoming one of the best pals in the universe is none other than Starcross cross Catherine stars. Hey, Oh,
3: let's yes. go. Man. Kale, can you go do the, the, it. the balloon emojis with your camera again?
2: Oh yeah. I, I don't know how I do it. Thumb up, thumbs, up, <laughs> thumbs up.
3: Thumbs up. Nope. Oh, I think it doesn't want to work when you want to it you to. <laughs> I think it was the piece. It, no, okay, that's good enough. That's good enough. Thanks. Steve jobs. There you
0: hey. go. Hey. <laughs> So uh yeah, thank you. Uh it's almost like Catherine is the star nice. of our channel between the VIP and the uh and the uh the upgrade there. So thank you so much, uh particularly to you guys, Atomic Hound. You already know, you know what you've done for us, you know what you've done. So thank you. You know thank what you. you've done. <laughs> But, of course, I don't want to leave anyone out. And I want to I want to say uh, thank you as well to the Night Stalker, Harris Nijinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Kefis the Incorruptible, Momentum Mike Elliott, Dan the Truth Trudeau, Joel Justice, Jalen the Sanguine Sorcerer, Neon Knight the Cosmic Avenger, Marvelous Mike and Mackenzie, Marley Manistorm, and joining us, joining the palsverse. Whoa is slow flow dameron yes okay yes and so i
2: have to do some work for this one i think
0: oh no 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 don't worry at all slow flow is this okay never mind yes (laughs) so slow flow dameron grew up as paul dameron and paul dameron normal life normal family Loves his mom and dad. Single or uh, only child. One night, his parents and he, they were out. Out on the town. You know, maybe they even caught a show. And they were attacked. They were attacked by a vicious criminal who's become influenced by all of the horrible things that have been happening in New York recently. And so they're being robbed and this nasty criminal pulls out a gun and shoots at Flo's parents. And this is the moment where they would die. But Flo Dameron is somehow able to stop time. And he pushes the bullet out of the way and saves his parents and they escape imminent death. And this is how flow learns that he can stop time and slow it down. And all of that, <clears throat> it takes a lot out of him Bloody nose exhaustion, but he can do it. And his parents are none the wiser. And so Slow Flow is having to learn the place that he wants to have in this universe of people who are all of a sudden developing powers. But when he sees a meteor crashing into the sky, he knows that whatever that was, he has to use his powers to be a part of stopping that threat. So thank you, Slow Flow Dameron for joining the pals verse. And we're excited to see your adventures in the months and years to come.
3: Nice to see the Palsverse has a Chad Paul as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Can
2: you, can you imagine saving your parents' lives and not hold uh, because of your superpower and not holding it above their heads for oh, they the rest the of their of lives?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> clean your room, slow flow. Clean can I get my the, room? Can I
3: get that? You want me Tony to clean Hawk my game? room?
2: I saved your life. <laughs> it
3: it, it smells a bit like uh the turtle from the flash with the flash's origin in a way yeah
1: Mm.
3: which i I love love the turtle from the flash that's a great character he's a great character Uh, Um, when he gets a blank note does he have to slow the flow of
0: (laughs) well (laughs) sylve stevenson in the chat brought up the fact that flow is another term for another thing. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I was gonna make. I was gonna make. Well, yeah, we one. didn't have the, <laughs> the flow part's not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Most powerful character in the universe? Uh, yeah, maybe. Neon Knight, Cosmic Avenger has uh, has something to say about that. Which, of course, for those of you who you know have been really paying attention to the Pal's verse, of course, you know that the meteor uh, was him. I definitely knew that. Yeah. So, do you, do, you have a flow, do you have a score. flow
3: chart, Sean, of, of everything where it a exists? A flow there? chart? Hey, yeah, nice. Slow
0: flow chart. No, Tyler. I'm just the architect of this universe. So, the Bible's in my brain. All right, Hickman. Locked in. Mm,
3: that's not how that works.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, if then that's I the, if that's the case, game. Sean might be leaving the show uh, <laughs> without telling us.
0: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't do that. We've had that happen enough. Yeah. Um, so lots of sorry lots of uh lots of um fun things on offer on patreon uh you guys know the deal we try to do as much as we can for you all and i am sorry actually i'm not sorry i was gonna say i'm sorry for the the uh the spiel here but uh you guys are doing a lot for us so it, it i i love shouting you guys out and i love taking time to uh talk about you so Thank
2: you. Can I can I shout out one more? You got uh we, as you all know, especially if you're in the chat, we have a, a Discord where you should all come out come hang uh come hang uh Kingdom of Nerds. Just literally just joined. Yep. Oh. Uh and they've been uh hanging out in the chat getting to know everybody.
0: Thrilled to have you. Beautiful. Love it. Thank you for joining the Discord. Uh hero villain or anti-hero? I think I think Flo probably wants to be a hero, but time will tell. Time will Ooh. tell.
1: Should they change their mind?
0: Yeah. The only other thing I want to mention uh um is the upcoming book club. On October 30th, which is the month which is a Monday, the day before Halloween, we will have a live book club for the first time ever. We're gonna be talking about the long Halloween for the first time ever. It's going to be a lot of fun. We hope you guys will join us. I think it's going to be great. We want to specifically hear from you um, and talk with you about this book. So let's make that part of the fun of the book club. It's getting to come together to talk about these books. So we hope you'll join us uh, on October 30th for this book club. Um, All right, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun because it is time. For the top five, the, the the Comics Pals countdown, top five Batman comics, number two. That's what we're up to. And I think Kale, sorry, go ahead, Tyler. Uh, I think, Kale, you've got to give us your third. Yeah. So why don't you kick us off with your third? And, and chat, if you're listening to this, if you can hear me, first of all, hit the like button. Smash it. Let's get to our goal. Smash um, it. Yeah. Let's do 25. So do that, but also share your share your number two. I'm dying to see it. Kale, you you kick things off. You got it. My number three is Batman: The Dark
2: Knight Strikes Again.
3: Ooh. Oh, interesting. I'm with that. Yeah,
2: I like that book more than Returns, which wow. is a very controversial uh, position.
3: Yeah, it sure is. That is a cancelable um, take.
2: <laughs> hey, cancel me um i uh i and i think it's because i found that um earlier than it it's, it was a formative read for me you know i was just getting to know all these characters and it was sort of a a first look into a possible future an alternate universe and the the stuff in it is so raw you know, you can really feel the the stuff that Frank Miller is going through. Um, and I didn't, I mean, obviously I knew about 9-11 at the time, but I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't know he was part of that, that, you know, that was connected to that. Um, but um, I, I have a very soft spot for that, for that book,
3: and I really, really love it and enjoy it. I don't. I don't disagree. I'm I think right. It's, I think it's a criminally <laughs> slept-on book. Yeah, it has issues for sure. For sure. But as Six. a piece that is such a visceral reaction to something from a creator, yeah, it's like he bleeds on the page, and it's still Batman, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. And the the powerful inspired. parts aren't even Batman. Yeah. Yep. Like the thing that has always stuck uh, stuck out to me uh, with that book is the death of Captain Marvel. Uh, you know, he says he's been saving people, uh, you know, for for days on end or whatever, and he he is at his last end, and Wonder Woman tells him, you know, turn back to Billy, get some rest, and he and Marvel's like, look, Billy's been gone a long time. My man got sick and I've been stuck as Captain Marvel. I'm out. She's like, what's gonna happen? He goes, What happened to a Wish? Wow. And and he, you know, he's like, I gotta go. I can't do this. And she's like, Well, go out like a warrior. And he says the name and he's gone. It's incredible. Like, yeah. I don't know if I've read
0: Dark Knight Strikes
1: again. I have to reread that. I think you will hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: but I think it's it's powerful, and I don't think it gets enough credit for what it for what it wants to do, whether or not it does it.
0: Okay, so why don't you, since you're you're in the driver's seat, why don't you hit us off with your number two? Number two. This one might also be
2: controversial, but controversial by the rules. Now, in grants batman run grant did a story called the clown at midnight that was an all text with weird like computer generated 3d art images you know that were here and there i think that's my number two that specific issue the clown at midnight okay i think i think grant established something there that was so horrifying it couldn't have been put into images. And
3: that's Batman number 663. Oh, six sixty three. 663. I was hoping it was six
0: six six. So that was the Damien one. Yeah, it's the Damien one. Yeah. Do I do I have to be the one to say it or Marco Tyler, do you want to say it? What, that's not a comic? No, it's definitely a comic. Uh-huh. It's. I mean, doesn't even. It's like not even a Batman story. It he, he Batman did say it would is be in it.
2: Bruce Wayne is in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Hey, if that's your number two, then that's your number
3: two. It's good. Kale's uh, second favorite Batman comic is just words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen.
2: If the pictures could do it justice, I would be all for it. But he like the theater he, of the mind. Uh, uh, they grant describe like a mosquito landing on Joker's bandages and like drinking the Joker's blood and the mosquito dies. And it's uh, so, it's so visceral, man. I like every time I read that issue, I get something new out of it.
0: Yeah. That, that is a genuinely a fan. I used to skip it. Like when I first, first started, yeah. but then like yeah. now I read it and I'm like, Oh shit. This is yeah. Actually crazy. Um, Real quick. Kale. Aaron Ruiz asked a question just quickly. Did you did you hear w- what Marco said about your one? Last you know, week? you're uh you're absolutely right. My uh
2: reaction to um the Dark Knight Strikes Again isn't strong enough. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, it's a competent book.
1: It's a good book.
0: Decent. Decent. Uh well Marco, why don't you tell us what Damn. shitty book you picked for your number two? <laughs> I had I had so it was uh uh year
1: one.
3: Did you write your list down? Like do you have it?
1: Uh i yeah, I've zero year, year one, uh hush. Uh and number two? Uh I was gonna go with Killing Joke. It's connected to uh my initial readings of just comics in general you know you're hitting your big the all the the big books and uh it's a story that's that's stuck with me i i I like the way that it opens and ends and feels cyclical and i think the that dynamic between joker and batman is cyclical and it will be something that forever permeates comics so yeah, I think that that's my number 2. It's a representative of Batman
0: in story as well. Okay. Controversial book, but it's good. I I honestly I don't think it should be controversial, but I get why it is, I guess. Yeah. I love it.
3: Man, my list is is so cookie cutter.
0: <laughs> Dude, mine too. We're yeah. traditional but, you know, my, Batman
3: I mean, if if you had expanded this to Batman books, that's not Bruce Wayne. I think it would have been very different. But the, then Wayne. we'd all
0: have Black Mirror, you know, y'all, well, y'all, I, w- I would have put
3: Batwoman Elegy on there, honestly. But
2: okay, well, y'all fucking keep complaining about that. Like it's it's a it's a simple stipulation. I'm there not I'm are just 80, 80 years of Batman stories of Bruce Wayne stories. Like I'm... this is a complicated thing. Like you've never read a Bruce Wayne Batman story. Come on.
0: Why are you yelling? At hard,
2: me. Dad. Stop. Every <laughs> single one of you.
0: I didn't say I. I, I made this. <laughs> I'm this not. Fucking not rule. you.
3: Your mom. Oh. Stop. I'm not yelling at you.
1: we <laughs> turning this car around now. I
3: have to pee. Um. <laughs> all right. My number two is Batman along Halloween. Oh okay. Tim Sale, Jeff Loeb. Fantastic book. Great Harvey Dent in this book. Um, So I don't want to speak too much about it because we're going to be talking about it
0: in a little over a week. So um, Uh, before I get to mine, uh, Kingdom of Nerds with the nine ninety nine super chat. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate you. Appreciate you joining the discord as well. Uh, they say you guys are a breath of fresh air with so much negative content out there. You guys inspired me to start my own YouTube channel. Oh wow. my God. Wow. That's awesome. That really, that really, really is incredible. Um, thank you oh, for saying that. I was going to
3: apologize because
0: now you have to deal with YouTube. <laughs> wow. Well, Hey, we've been lucky enough to curate a space of YouTube that um, is pretty chill. So honestly, if, if you, if you make that your business, um the people if you build it they will come that's kind of what we've done um and we've been lucky enough that we haven't really dealt with a lot of bs so if you ever need advice um or you have questions about getting yourself started or anything like that um feel free to ask reach out uh i'd love to help you i'm sure any one of us would would lend our our advice discord might be a good
3: place for that too we have the the creator's channel so we can throw some stuff in there yeah yep
0: flow unfortunately black mirror doesn't count because i stipulated that It had to be a story in which Bruce was Batman. So. Marco, do you have a new cat?
1: (laughs) I have two cats. I forgot you had
3: two cats. That really threw me off. I thought I had time slipped. (laughs) And Spencer is not what I imagined. And that, for the the viewers, that threw me off.
0: (laughs) She wanted cuddles, so. Beautiful. Um. So Classy Ulysses says hot take, but I thought the long Halloween is just fine. Okay, well, so then it'd be number one on your list, right?
1: <laughs> number three, number three. No, no, number four. Number three. <laughs> number four. The this book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> kind sucks.
0: I thought of it was me. ass. <laughs> All right, so my, my number two.
2: <laughs> you guys remember my, uh, my, uh, 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 video game year picks and it was all um the pokemon games and it was just oh. one long review of how much the pokemon yeah. games sucked <laughs> <laughs> oh but they were my top
0: top of the league <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that actually um my number 2 is a book that's you know it's it's okay um it's a, just the long halloween uh, so Tyler and I, you know, in sync today. Um, look, Two-Face is my favorite, easily my favorite Batman villain, easily my favorite DC villain. Um, I have a a very soft spot for Two-Face. And this is the definitive Two-Face story, really. Um, but it's not just that. This is also a book where you get like a ton of the who's who of batman's rogues gallery this started i think that idea of like okay let's take a bunch of villains and line them up boss battle style um like you would do in like a mega man game the boss rush part in a batman book where you're getting everybody and it's something that would get worn out later but i think here it's done really well i also think the mystery is great every time i read this damn book i forget the mystery and then i come back to it and i'm like oh (laughs) shit that was cool I always um, forget
3: the second twist, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, great comic. Again, we're going to talk a lot more about it. This wasn't planned. It wasn't planned that Tyler and I would have the same pick uh, at the number two slot. It's just a really great comic, honestly. Well, it's okay. Our number Y'all one just-
3: might be the same too, actually. But yeah. I think it is.
0: I think it probably is. Yeah. Y'all just basic. <laughs> I mean, when it comes Hell to this yeah. list,
3: I yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah yo I love I love. Dawson's Creek, Lady Gaga, Marvel Comics, and Batman. Yes, I'm basic.
2: Yes. (laughs) You could have dairy. You'd be a pumpkin spice bitch.
3: (laughs) I think Sean would like pumpkin spice. I doubt it. I got to introduce you to oat milk, Sean. We can try PSLs.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't want oat milk, man. It's I don't want, I don't animals. want like an offshoot. I want the real deal. Please, no, milk. I can't. Please, don't. <laughs> oat milk is actually
3: delicious. I will say, high, high fan of oat
0: milk. Um, yeah, I agree with Dan uh, also, who says I also appreciate how it carries the plot lines from year one forward. Yeah. It feels like a sequel, but it doesn't feel like a slavish sequel. Um, it's just really great, and so. Next week, actually, well, I'll say this, and then we'll get to what I was going to say. Next week is our each of our final pick, and that's going to dovetail nicely into the Long Halloween Book Club, which is on October 30th live. And I wonder if anyone has Long Halloween as their number one pick. Well, Don't keep wondering. Me. Yeah. Yeah, we'll For we'll, we'll find out next week. Uh, I just want to hit a couple of... Chatters picks. Atomic Hound said for number two, he's going with uh, Strange Apparitions from Detective Comics four sixty-nine to four seventy-six, which features uh Hugo Strange. Uh ooh. oh, we just super chatted about it. Oh. There's a super oh, oh, yeah, thing. We thank you. You. got there. Okay. At- Atomic Free- a- read it again <laughs> atomic Al. i'm gonna read it again atomic out <laughs> with a ten dollar super chat thank you so much bud strange apparitions otherwise detective comics 469476 with hugo strange the deadshot joker the laughing fish and silver saint cloud inspired batman 89 among other things that's one that i haven't read but hugo strange is one of my favorite batman villains of all time and the story that he's in was that ego no um his big his big story where he dresses up as Batman. Arkham City. <laughs> that aped this. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but it's, which I apologize. It's, that would have been my number six.
1: Yeah, was it not uh, Arkham?
0: No, 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 no. Um, I think it's Ego, but I could be wrong. No, I it's think not. it's Ego. Hair or it. Prey
1: is what I got. Prey. It's uh, Prey. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's a great one. That's Doug, a great one. Doug Mensch. Mensch. That dude's Hold at that. Munch, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what was almost on my list? Hmm. Uh, the Batman Elmer Fudd one-shot. Oh, book. Fantastic King? book. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, classy out here. We need a Batman's all stories tier list? God damn.
2: We that can't even agree on what, what stories to include.
3: <laughs> These are mostly fine. I would just use the someone con- else's tier list at that point, so I can scrub away any
0: responsibility.
3: <laughs> the,
2: the consensus we have is Batman: The Long Halloween. <laughs>
0: um, I'm not reading that comment, Harris. I hope you know that. Um, <laughs> and I, I wanted to, yeah. Uh, Amon Perez also said number three was Batman: The Return of Bruce Wayne, and number two was Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Return of Bruce Wayne gets a lot of hate. I love it. I don't know why people don't like it, but uh, Doesn't make a damn lick of sense. That's why It totally does. What? Not a damn lick of sense How many times have you dove into that one? Twice it's Up up them reps because, listen uh, What? what? Yeah, what, the thing you don't you like, like the <laughs> It's Morrison. You read that damn text fucking clown fish
2: Yeah, and book. it makes sense
0: Okay, but how me, many times did you, you t- tell me? You just told me you skipped it first.
2: You telling me Batman the man can climb through time?
0: Yes, because he got shot it by doesn't the, Omega make sense. the Omega Beam. The Omega Beam Kale. Did he didn't get shot by a special gun, actually? No, Batman shot Darkseid with a special gun. No, Darkseid special. shot him with the Omega Beam, and he chose that it would send Batman through time because Darkseid has ultimate control over what the Omega Beam does. Apparently,
3: that's the whole Barbados thing too, though, right? Barbados—that is that
0: same, yeah. Part of it, yeah, yeah. 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 Darkseid travel. I'm not a big time? Barbados guy, but I don't think Darkseid can travel through time. So weird. Yeah. No, his, 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 his
2: eyes yeah. shoots late his eyes shoot lasers that can make people travel through time but he can't if he so
3: chooses word, yeah. word. the Omega sanction is the weirdest thing ever give me I that Hickman book
0: for uh was it fourth world mm. that's that yeah that'll be good I'm sure I'm sure that that's something Hickman would want to tackle something I don't think Hickman would want to tackle is a kickass reboot huh I know. So, Kick Ass is a image comic uh, that was written by Mark Miller with art by Ramita, and it's a book that I don't know if I want to like say it changed the game, but I definitely think it was very impactful. Um, it was a grounded, a grounded hero, a street level hero that's not a part of any other bigger universe who's just a dude, a nerdy dude, who decides he's going to take matters into his own hands and kick ass. Um and he gets his ass kicked more than he does the ass kicking. And the book was a huge success and then we got the movie. And the movie was a was a pretty uh decent hit as well.
1: Yeah, good. I that was a uh transformative movie I feel like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm couching my language. Maybe it was bigger than I'm even giving it credit for.
3: It was enough that the movie did well enough to warrant a sequel, which then made the comic have a sequel.
0: Right. Yeah, we got Kick-Ass 2 and then we also got um the offshoot. They they rebooted it with a new a new person as Kick-Ass. Um I don't know if you guys read that, but it was I a did. she was a black woman actually. Yeah, oh, that that's was right. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's Kick-Ass cool. th- 3, right? Was that Kick-Ass 3? Maybe. Um, Uh, But either way, it was an extension. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, So we learned from Comic-Con, actually, a little bit of Comic-Con fallout news, that uh, it is getting rebooted. Matthew Vaughn uh, had a panel at Comic-Con, and he talked about a lot of things. um, And one of the things that he talked about was Kick-Ass and the fact that we're getting a reboot. He said, quote, Kick-Ass changed people's perception of what a superhero film is. We're doing it again. None of the other characters from the other Kick-Ass are in it, though. We'd like to have them back after the reboot. I can't really talk about it, but it's fun. All
1: right. It's interesting.
0: That sounds to me like they're probably going to go the route of the comic where they'll do another person as Kick-Ass, but the fact that the other stuff still happened, it just won't be a part of this particular movie. So like a soft reboot? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's It's in the continuity. It's It'll stick to that, but you know wait, we're gonna let's introduce the first character before we bring back the member berries.
3: Right. the The premise of Kick Ass is very evergreen. Every day, normal guy is fed up with the world, and he lives in a world with, where superheroes kind of exist, um, and decides to do something about it.
1: Mm. It's yeah, it's a lot of fun.
3: That first movie is cr- I mean, the Nicholas Cage's uh, uh, Big Daddy in that movie is fantastic. <sighs>
0: Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> he those just those goes for it, <laughs>
1: so good, man. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, that's where she like, I feel like, popped off
3: too. Yep, sure, yep, absolutely. She never got so. her own spin off, though, even though the comic did, I felt like it was a missed opportunity to give her a, a hit girl movie, but
1: yeah,
0: I feel like after a while, she was a more uh, sought after actor than Aaron Johnson Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. I agree, for a minute. you mean yep. Craven, yes, yeah. Um, my question to you guys is, do you care about another kick-ass movie? Matthew Vaughn said it changed the way people look at superhero movies. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're going to change the way people look at superhero movies. I don't think so. So is there a need? Do you care for more kick-ass now?
3: I think the boys is doing that for modern superhero movies. The Boys and Genevieve is already that post-superhero movie, postmodern, you know, Capes and Cows thing. I yeah. think it's done very, very well. That's not to say that Kick-Ass can't do it. I think Kick-Ass was a good response to, you know, pre-MCU superhero movies. Mm. Um, if Matthew Vaughn has a take on that, I'm interested in that. Um because I, I really liked Kickass when it came out, even the comic. I, I mean, I was a bit of an edgelord at the time, so it spoke to me. Um, so I, I do feel like it needs to do something a little not mature, but it, it's got to have a, an extra wrinkle to it now. It's, it, I, I don't think it can just do what it did previously. Um, but I, I'm not against it. Yeah,
1: agreed. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think it necessarily. Like, I don't think it's going to uh, saturate the environment. Like, I think there's a space for it. Um, Whether or not it's going to revolutionize anything, I don't think so. Just, I think Tyler's point is salient. Um, But as a matter of whether or not it's going to be a fun movie and a fun superhero movie at that, I think so. And I think we need that more than anything else.
0: I have a weird... uh... Oh, go ahead, Gil. It's not my thing.
2: I think... uh, I think... um... Uh, the boys and even invincible are doing things that are you know different and they're doing them uh, better than kick is, or kick ass was you know and maybe maybe those films couldn't have walk uh, couldn't have run so Uh, anyway You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't have existed without Kick-Ass, but also Kick-Ass wouldn't have existed without Mystery Men.
0: Yo, I've been talking Mystery Men all week. I love (laughs) that movie. How much do we talk about Mystery Men at (laughs) Comic-Con?
3: There was a guy in a (laughs) shoveler costume that was fantastic. I saw that.
2: That that guy's my hero.
0: I I have a a, a wrinkle, and I'm ready to be wrong about this, but I have a wrinkle, which is that I'm wondering if – the landscape of superhero films has changed to where a kick-ass movie might not actually be something that people want because kick-ass is hyper-violent hyper-violent tyler mentioned edgy it's kind of edgy you know it's got a child that curses and kills in it um you know post batman v superman um i think that moviegoers and filmmakers have become extremely conscious of the level of violence and destruction that these movies have. And so I'm wondering if this would actually turn people off. Um, Whereas in 2010, this was something that was really unique to film goers. You know, you had a decade of Iron Man and Spider-Man and X-Men. This was radical you know seeing not a not a speck of blood or minimal minimal like heavy violence um to go from that to what kickass was i'm not sure if audiences want that in 2023 or whenever this would come out wasn't
2: there an element of social commentary in the the newer ass series
3: yeah it was a black woman and it was dealing with you know that whole Thing, as told well by yeah <laughs> and
2: I th- I I feel like there was also like she was like a, a struggling single mother or something yeah 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 I like even adding that element to you know the hyper violence that Sean is talking about like I just like I feel like that's stuff we're already getting
3: you know yeah I think the boys is doing it the boys and yeah. I think
2: um, uh, uh, what's the one I've been talking about? That's so good. You um, said
1: Invincible too.
2: Invincible. Um, ver, uh, uh, I'm a Virgo.
3: Oh, oh yeah, the Netflix show. No,
2: it's on Amazon. It's on, Amazon. It's on Amazon
3: here. Okay. Um No. I, um, uh, I think there's still a want for hyper violence. Yeah. Um, I think in in terms of mainstream movies, maybe maybe not so much because we just everything's MCU-ified. But if you can play on the themes and the tropes of the MCU and then make that hyper violent, I don't really think we've gotten that. Um, but I would think it would need to lean into what makes those movies tick, and how do we how do we put our spin on it? Isn't
1: that Deadpool? I was just thinking that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 it's probably gonna be Deadpool, Deadpool three too. It, it still has the the attachment to the big two. And I think that's distinguishing the, the differentiator is that this isn't. This isn't associated to those. So I don't have the expectation or that baggage of, well, this version of Batman and or Superman because they are iconic characters is too violent or too edgy for me. This is built into the premise already. And I think because of the media that we have out right now, I think it makes sense that you're gonna to want to continue to play into that hyper violence. That makes sense to me. I, I think I think there is still an appetite for it.
0: I I don't I don't I don't need it personally. I think I'm I'm it's I don't want to say I've matured. I don't think it's anything like that. Anyone can enjoy anything at any time of their life. I just think that I don't need kick ass anymore. I got the boys that satisfies whatever you know hyper violence itch I might have. and beyond that um I'm good I don't I don't know I'm good like I got the movies it doesn't feel like a thing that needs to be reiterated um that feels like a moment in time that I'm not in Yeah
2: I'm I'm also I'm also sort of wondering like why why now? Why not? A few years ago. You know, why didn't kick ass beat the boys? A second kick, a third kick ass. Why didn't a third kick ass beat the boys?
0: Was it someone? Weird weird sentence. (laughs) Someone said uh in the chat, someone uh pointed out the boy or kick ass would make a great show. And I think that that I think that makes sense. Like a a kick ass television show
3: yeah man if only Mark Miller had some kind of deal with a, a big streaming platform to produce <laughs> episodic content <laughs> what a
0: what a dream uh Alman Perez in the chat says when it came out it was based heavily into comics maybe said it right now when superhero movies and shows are hot and you have some squizzo trying to become a hero I don't know um yeah I think that's 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 the approach you would have to take i I, I do think that um but We'll we'll get it eventually. If Matthew Vaughn is saying it, then I assume that it's happening. Speaking of things that Matthew Vaughn has said, I wanted to quickly touch on the saddest story of the week. The the saddest thing I heard coming out of New York Comic Con. Which is the reason why Matthew Vaughn quit X-Men 3. A lot of you have probably heard this story already, but if you haven't, So Matthew Vaughn uh, was set to direct X-Men The Last Stand, which was honestly, like, one of the most hyped movies. Um, I remember being over the moon excited. They were doing the Dark Phoenix saga, all that kind of jazz. Um, Well, he left the project. And he went on to be replaced by Bryan Singer. Uh, No, uh, Brett Ratner. Yes. Yeah um and so never knew why but now we do because at comic-con he said this one of the main reasons i actually quit x3 and it was a true story and i don't care if i'm not meant to say it but hollywood is really political in an odd way i went into one of the executive's offices and i saw an x3 script and i immediately knew that it was a lot of fatter and i was like what the hell is this this draft oh, don't worry about it. Like, no, no, I'm the director. I'm worrying about this draft. Tell me what it is. It wouldn't tell me. So I grabbed it from him. It was like a crazy moment, but I grabbed it. Opened the first page and it said, Africa, storm, kids dying. They have no water. She creates a thunderstorm and saves all these children. Okay, that's a pretty cool idea. They said it was the Halle Berry script. Because she hadn't signed up yet. But once she gets what she wants, once she gets what she wants it to be, and she signs up, we'll throw it in the bin. And I was like, wow, you're going to do that to an Oscar-winning actress who plays Storm? I am out of here. So I quit. For those of you who weren't around or don't recall, one of the major things about this movie from a production standpoint pre-production was the fact that Halle Berry did not want to do the movie unless Storm had a more prominent role. She felt mm-hmm. she had been sidelined mm-hmm. in X1 and X2. And so this is why she did the movie. Because they tricked her. Whoa. That is disgusting. and arguably, they tricked her.
3: Yeah, arguably, she was the biggest actress. Of course she was. Franchise. At that yeah. point. Yeah.
1: Damn, that's fucked up.
3: As that, is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is Hollywood baby. yeah, hideous. I, it is.
2: And but I'm also not surprised by how fucked up and awful it is. I just feel like that was you know pre I, I don't know, a pre-MCU Hollywood. I feel like, you know, execs could get away with anything and they would.
0: Can I guess? you're you're right um it's what's frustrating to me about this and why it's so nasty is that that could have been in the movie like there's that is a phenomenal counterpunch to what the movie is about the movie is about the threat of mutants and why they need the cure so opening the movie with storm using her powers to save Africa seems like a pretty good for why mutants should exist instead they showed angel saving a kid flying around or no 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 not even excuse me that's at the end of the movie they showed him carving his back up to get the wings off
3: yeah yeah it was gross yeah this is a really i don't remember this movie like (laughs) i remember the phoenix stuff and i remember juggernaut uh this is a forgettable
0: film yo I'm gonna tell you right now. I could watch this movie any day, anytime, any place. Do you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just hate watch. Got it. No, I. I. You know what it is, Tyler. Um, at this point in time, a lot of comic book movies didn't feel like comics to me. Two thousand four ish, five ish is when I started reading comics, and I was like, "Wow, these movies aren't that colorful." Like, I was like, "Where's all the..." bombast and bigness and crazy kookiness and x3 that as it is has some of those elements it feels big it's got a lot of characters it's kind of fun that's the same reason why i watched spider-man 3 because it's a little off the rails it's not as like tight and black and dark And and afraid of its source material right yeah, even though X three does have the 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 worst scene ever in a comic book movie to me, which is when Wolverine cuts the fucking Sentinel head off, and that's the only part of the Sentinel that we see in the in the Danger Room sequence. No, the worst part is Cyclops. <laughs> awesome. I'm more cool with that. Oh. Three X movies and no Sentinel. Piss off! Damn,
1: Fox. I thought you were just a Famke Jansen stan.
0: Toy. Well. <laughs> I saw her one time at New York Comic-Con, and uh that was a day. They're me. still
3: cleaning up the mess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why they can't get the stank out?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I read this, and I know I'm supposed to be shocked by it, but I just wasn't. I, uh, you know, I, I read it, and my, my reaction was, yeah, probably. Because you can tell Halle Berry doesn't want to be there.
3: This is going to sound messed up, but it's like, well, then maybe Holly Berry should have had a better age in in lawyers, you know?
0: I mean, they showed her a script. Right, yeah. All she asked for was a little bit more to do, and not just, oh, do you know what happens to toads when they get hit by, struck by lightning? Oh, what? To be fair. The same thing that happens to everyone else. She got the most
3: iconic line in that movie,
0: so. Because of how dorky it is. Yeah. (laughs) That's all she got to do. So, Nasty business on the part of Fox this is a this is a, 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 an egregious sin, and uh, good on Matthew Vaughn for leaving, even though I w- I was desperate to see his X three. Speaking of X Men, it is the fiftieth anniversary of one Wolverine, which well, one's old? Yeah, looking great. <laughs> one of them, I don't know which one. Not Albert, oh. not Albert. Oh. Um, and so Marvel is celebrating that by unleashing just just a boatload of um covers, variant covers that are going to be all over the place. Um, we're getting a Wolverine Mad Report Nights miniseries, which is going to be written by Chris Claremont. Uh, it's actually a sequel to Uncanny X Men number two sixty eight from nineteen ninety. We're also getting Sabretooth War. Um, and we're in the middle of the uh, Predator versus Wolverine uh, oh, series. Nice. So, a lot of Wolverine stuff happening right now. You, that's that's you the Chris Hansen
3: uh, Wolverine book, right?
0: Yes. Okay. That's, that's, so, where did you take Kitty Pride? Where did you meet her? <laughs> Have a You're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> 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 yes. That is exactly that I, I picture Chris uh, Chris Hansen opening the opening the X Mansion door and walking in and saying that to to Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the
3: best I I'm best I am at what I do and what I do is illegal
0: in all fifty states. <laughs> what is it that you do so well? Um. So yeah, we're getting a a total uh overload of Wolverine stuff. If you're a Wolverine fan, this is phenomenal for you. Uh, we are getting covers by Linil Francis Yu, Dan Juergens, Clayton Crane, Todd Knock, Kevin Eastman, um, just a ton of people. And so they've shown us uh, the first 15 covers that we're going to be getting. Now, Tyler, were you able to get these? Uh, through Trials and Tribulation, yeah. and We'll see if the slides work, but uh, the attempt was made, so... <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to ask for is for you guys to open the article that we're pulling from. And what we're going to do, we're going to play a little game. We're going to go down the list of all 15 covers, and we're going to see if we can name the cover that it is a homage to. So each of these images, as far as I'm aware, is an homage to another cover. But do, it's do you have the answers, Sean? No, we're yeah, going to Because they're not in the article life. you gave me. <laughs> and the catch to this game is that Marco oh. goes first, first. Okay. for everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is not Marco's episode. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. So, Marco. Yeah, good. Good. We all have it up. Yeah, it's an easy, bi- easy one. I was going to ride behind you guys and just kind of be like,
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that.
3: Issue if- if- issue is a little too tricky. I will allow, like, I'm not expecting Marco to get Uncanny oh, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, first the comic it covers
0: from. It comes from. Yeah, absolutely. I can so start with it, the first one. If you want to play along at home, you guys can definitely uh pull this article up. It's from comicbook.com. It's about Wolverine, the 50th anniversary, if you want to um, do this alongside us. So,
3: link it live too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got you. I, I, I at least have it in the same order that the, the article is in. So, okay, okay great. Yeah, okay. so Let's chat will be able to. Way.
0: So, Marco, Ichi. This is an easy one. Go ahead. This is a give in- Infinity Gauntlet. There you go. Boom. It's a really a good cover, actually, that features like all of Wolverine's eras and variants yep. and him it's with Todd the Todd Knock. Infi- yeah, the Todd Knock one. Uh, him with the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, with his claws popped so pretty cool all right next marco uh th-
1: this one i'm getting i'm getting like uh not mysterio who's the who's the guy the which guy <laughs> yeah who the, is the guy <laughs> the, the, the devil the devil dude mephisto. Oh, oh, mephisto. Mephisto. yes uh, yes yes well you're uh, right no <laughs> nope. oh, well i was gonna say something spider-man related with
0: mephisto doing like Although I think the homage with Mephisto was done, but not, that's not the original. Yeah. So I'll okay. So do you want to take a shot at what book this is from? Anyway, I, I was going to say Spider Man. Okay, so that's absolutely wrong. Yeah. Does anybody I, else? I I know this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Behold so yeah. Vision. Okay. It's Avengers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Good. Very good. Oh. All same oh.
1: Okay.
0: And I love that it's Behold Albert. Who is the Good robot clone of Wolverine? Yeah, you're uh, the the
3: soul. The sole fan of Albert is in this on the show. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Kingdom of Nerds says X Men fifty seven on on which one? Which one was X Men fifty seven? He's redacting to Avengers
3: fifty seven. Yeah. Ah, okay, that's right, right, right. The numbers. Um, I don't mean. I will trust you on the numbers. I'm so
0: bad with specifics like that. Yeah, we're please. We're not. That's not. uh that's not what we're doing. Yeah. Um, now, Marco, can you get the
1: next one? This one has to be uh, Spider-Man. Okay, yes. Nice. Green this Goblin, is, come on. Green nice. Goblin, yeah. Okay. My, on, my
3: question with this cover is, what is Sabretooth riding in this? Is he yeah. riding a plane? <laughs> it's a plane? stealth
1: plane, dude. <laughs>
3: and also, the plane <laughs> with the background, I got to say,
0: not the best choice. <laughs> no. Why couldn't he just be on a, like, like a goblin glider? A glider, yeah, yeah a, a saber yeah, yeah. glider. Have fun with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Odd choice. Uh, let's let's hit the next one.
1: Ooh. Um, this one I was gonna say, Hellcat, just because of the cartoony art. Um, but there's something about the running forward that feels familiar, like yeah, not Avengers. One. Uh,
0: I'm gonna say Captain America. So I'm pretty sure this is Avengers.
3: It is Avengers, but it's also yeah. Captain America. Okay. It's Captain right. America joining the Avengers. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. And the the Captain tell,
0: America, like if you yeah. if you're not sure, the tell is that there's a tiny flying Wolverine that's supposed to be the Wasp.
3: Uh... tiny As the he got he got fastball special from way way behind. Yeah. <laughs> I tell right. you,
2: Marco. I wasn't totally sure on that one, mm. so I'll give up. You're not alone there.
1: Uh, you know what? This
3: next one, no clue. I couldn't even fathom it. This guess. one I was having trouble with as I was putting the slides together.
0: If I really, really, like, zoned in and thought, because I've seen it before, but I cannot, I cannot say with is confidence. It what Phoenix it is. Saga? It's what it feels
2: like is the, the Phoenix Saga.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This I feel... one looks like
3: it took some liberties.
0: Yeah, this one's by Dan Panossian, by the way, um, but Ooh. I'm not sure who. Uh...
1: No, because Phoenix Phoenix Saga is Jean crushing the, the the title card.
0: Well, to be fair, she's on more than one cover. Sure. Um, and they do have like that that kind of cosmic-y, fiery energy in yeah, the background, which yeah, gives yeah. me Phoenix vibes, and the plane, the Blackbird, being back there as well, which was a prominent a uh, thing the X-Men would use at the time. So I don't know though on this one. We're gonna have to be all wrong on this one.
1: Happy to take that.
0: What's that, Tyler?
3: I think it's Howard Chaikin's Star Wars cover. Oh fucking um, what? It it says uh it says in the back um with love and respect to Howard Chaikin. And I'm pretty sure it's that one with like Darth Vader's head in the background. You get the characters at the forefront.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Whoa. Well, it's the cars it that threw me off. But I guess the, sh- the ships would have been in those places. The Star Wars ships. I mean,
0: yeah. um, those are those titles are the book that um, this cover will be for. Not the book that it's from. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Yep. Um. So next.
1: Oh, easy. This is another gimme uh, Ghost Rider.
0: I don't know that for a fact, but I can't imagine oh, yeah, it'll be I anyone else. Rider, yeah. 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 So we're, I'm going with Ghost Rider. I'm sure we're all going to do that. Marco. Yeah, it's be. Oh, yeah.
3: It's, it's, I know it's, it's Ghost Rider uh, number one, first Danny Ketch. Okay. Yeah. And that's,
0: uh, uh, that's EJ Sue on the cover there. Marco, you got this next one?
1: All right. All right. There's four of them. So I'm going to say Fantastic Four because one has the Fiery Bird. And I'm like, wait, that's giving, uh, uh, torch. Um there's no I don't think there's a stretchiness. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. And then and then X23 is uh whatchamacallit? Invisible
0: girl. So that makes sense. Correct. Very good. Well Let's done. Go Let's go. Now and that one was by Chad Harden. So the next cover I'm out on this one. I don't no have this. Idea. Great suit, the best suit in my opinion. Arguable, but okay. I
3: know this one. Oh, yeah, Beta Ray Bill, the Simonson Beta Ray Bill cover. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Him just—it's just a yeah. white cover with Beta Ray Bill slamming his hammer does, down.
2: Doesn't he crush the Thor
3: yeah, logo? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. No. It also says "After Simonson" in, in the <laughs> in the signature there. So, yeah. uh,
1: this next one. Spider Man,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: This one I actually yeah. kind of really like. Yeah,
1: yeah
3: this, is this is a good, is good. one. Yeah. He's got
0: the the classic yellow, uh, the yellow and blue suit, um, and he's like hunched over. It just looks great. This is by uh, David Yardin. Good stuff. Next,
1: all snicked, but uh, not me. I don't know. Look at the way he's really? he's jumping. That that weird little foot. Uh, I'm gonna say a Spider Man thing. Yeah, that's fair, Brother,
2: This is the most famous Spider-Man cover.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Uh
3: three hundred was
1: it? Spider-Man three hundred? I think so. This is <laughs>
0: McFarlane.
1: The fact that he said what? <laughs> like... <laughs> oh shit! I just googled it.
0: Unbelievable. All right. Oh, black um,
1: suit. Oh, cool. Okay.
0: And that one's by David black suit. Uh, the... No,
2: it's not the black suit.
0: No, yeah, yes. it's black suit. Bitch. There's, there's, there's multiple versions of that cover, kill.
3: Yeah, the original one is the th- with three hundred, three hundred, three hundred in the background because it was issue three hundred for amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. The next one, Marco. Jazz hands
1: going on. Uh, that positions. Stan Urigan, is interesting. Is that an X Men cover?
0: No, no. Nope. Can you hear it, Sean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Give up, Marco?
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: This is Secret Wars. This is the debut of the black suit. That's Spider-Man oh. doing the like, whoa.
2: Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> I oh, just uh, I thought it was Hulk. Ah. the first
3: issue of
0: Hulk. I think it's similar.
3: Yeah, this is that first black suit. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's my that's my thing right there. I gotta know. If I didn't know that cool. one, geez. Um Next one. That one the next yes, one is one, one of my Spider-Man. favorites. Honestly.
3: I was yeah. Spider Man. That's yeah, easy. This is another so, iconic
0: Spider Man. Wolverine No More. Just Logan. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's it's uh Wolverine walking away uh without his costume on, and in the background you've got a big, you know, silhouette of him with his costume on. It's the Spider Man No More cover for those of you who uh can't see. Um if his then, main uniform isn't
3: a tank top and a, yeah, <laughs> a pair of jeans. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <form>. fair. <laughs> yeah, he should, I would assume the cowboy hat would be in the trash bin, if anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Betsy colon the variant there, and then next is Marco.
1: I like this skull thing. Um, you know Great what? Art. Somebody somebody said Mephisto potentially was early, was was there. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say it's Spider-Man again.
0: See, I do know this, but I cannot for the life. Is, is this? Oh, is, it, is this Magneto? No. I was thinking, is it a Maestro cover?
2: Like the I thought Hulk it was, Maestro? Um, yeah. I thought it might be. Oh, it's after Larson. Mm. I was thinking um, Infinity, the Thanos cover
0: yeah i yep, think i, I think, think that's right. it is yeah. is that 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 after makes sense. larson though i don't
2: i
3: don't well, think that would, so that would, oh no i know it. it's venom holding spider mans skull so we were there right. you it is go spider-man there you go okay uh, so ooh, yeah. let's go yeah, i'm like a, i know i've a, seen this i shit. forgot larson's venom is so good it's extra yeah. tonguey and you know, like the eyes are extra big yeah
0: phenomenal cover by linole francis you by the way the
3: next one i like because it's an homage by the same artist <laughs> This one, yeah. <laughs> this one
2: feels like it's been printed before. Like, I feel like I've seen this before.
3: It's from Carnage USA. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Carnage with the American flag, even though it's just Wolverine with the Canadian flag. But
1: uh, I'm going to say it's Carnage.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, I spoiled it for Marco. Yeah.
1: Two points. Oh, uh, this, this next one, uh, I'm going to say is X-Men.
3: Which? I'm going to ask for a specificity on this one. Damn, I'm, uh,
1: OG, OG X Men, uh, 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 that first class, like, they're all swooping in.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is uncanny. Un- yeah. Would it be uncanny or just X Men? No, X-Men would it would X Men number. No, it just be X Men number I one. Think I think it would
1: just go. be X Men. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't bad. I was like, what? Like, I, I didn't get three, maybe. Bullshit. I mean, you guessed, you guessed Spider Man on most of them. All right. I actually, I'm, I'm looking back. I didn't get maybe like six.
3: I Which feel like it's like eight.
1: Most of those were, the ones that I got confidently were like maybe four.
0: Yes. Well, you know what? I'll give you this, Marco. You did better than I thought. Yes.
1: So we want be- more than better than average. There you go.
0: <laughs> well, uh, of course, the 50th anniversary of Wolverine means it's a perfect time to kill some X-Men. Which is what Marvel has been getting up to recently. And some of them are going to Rise from the Dead. We are getting Dead X-Men, a new series that's spinning out of um, you know, the fall of the House of X and Rise of the Powers of X and everything else that's been going on. And this is going to be by Steve Fox, who's been getting a shot lately. Uh, by art with art by uh three individuals Vincenzo Karatu, uh Bernard Chang, and Jonas Sharf. Hmm. So Fox is writing Dark X-Men right now, which has been that's been solid. Um that's been solid. We technically don't know who is in this Dark X-Men book um uh, or Dead X-Men rather. We technically don't know who's in this book, but do you guys have any speculation about who's on the cover? We've got a cover full of uh four X people that are rising from the grave.
1: I mean
3: Jubilee's right there.
0: What? So not
1: the sparkly hands?
3: Yeah, that's one of them is Jubilee. Which one? one? On the on the right, and then you have Prodigy on the left.
0: Hmm. Um, that doesn't look like the way Jubilee's powers are displayed to me. That's, yeah, that doesn't look like fireworks. It even has the See, haircut. I thought
3: these were the X-Men that were killed cut? violently that should have been joining the team in Hellfire Gala. Mm,
0: that makes Jubilee sense. Jubilee
3: was one of them, Prodigy was one of them. Um, and who, who won that one? Was it Firestar? No. No, it was last um, year. Was it yeah. Dazzler? Uh, Marowak Askiro okay. says Dazzler. Which Dazzler. then Dazzler's in the back there.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So huh. yeah, makes sense.
3: I think it's those guys. And then in the, I don't know who it is in the, in the, in the foreground though. the first guy.
1: No idea.
3: Um, is it Elixir or maybe Doug Ramsey? Is he dead? Not dead. No, he was don't still
2: alive. What's happened to him, but he's not dead.
3: Right. Yeah. Could be Krakow. elixir.
2: Krakoa kidnapped him. That's right. Oh, it's um, true. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I feel like we've gotten so many ancillary X-books at this point that I just, uh, like, oh, okay, cool. Yes. That's right. Sure. Could you repeat the premise of this? So, the premise is, I'll read it now, uh, death was only the beginning. This is from the description. Quote, when the world turned against Krakoa, these five mutants lost their lives, but their mission as X-Men is just getting started. To preserve Xavier's dream, they must accomplish the impossible or die again trying. Here's a few words from Fox. He said, Dead X-Men is the most co- one of the most complex stories I've worked on at Marvel, but also one of the purest. A small group of mutants who have accomplished the impossible, which is the premise that made me fall in love with the X-Men in the first place. There is a reason you see so many talented creators credited on this book, and I can't wait for readers to discover the secret behind Dead X-Men.
1: Okay. Oh, interesting. How are they coming back? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's, that's the big the, question mark, yeah. Yeah. And um mm. Inokodoa mentioned uh, Cannonball. Cannonball was killed in that same That's scene. That's right. So yeah. It's when Nimrod just boom just comes through, just Cannon. murks everyone. Oh. Yeah. And
1: then uh Inu also says Juggernaut won that last vote.
3: Yes, yes. We had a
1: Which whole a... we had a whole thing about like, well, yeah. does he count? Well, does that make count. sense? Oh yeah, and they spoiled
0: it. <laughs> right. I hope the premise is good. Uh, I'll definitely give it a first issue to see what the premise is. Um, Again, Steve Fox hasn't been disappointing on Dark X-Men. So this can be good. This absolutely has the potential. It's just a cast of characters that, you know, presuming that all of our uh, uh, speculation is accurate, um, it's a cast of characters that I'm not overwhelmingly excited about um and so that's kind of a neg for me especially because again like i said so many tie-ins at this point yeah
2: but especially with the whole thing wrapping up i just like i'm done i am i like i've been sort of on the outs but this relaunch back to status quo is i'm i'm out i'm done especially
1: the status quo piece um, I'm going to pick it up to see how it works out because I'm not going to say no to a,
0: that comic or the the X-Men necessarily, um, but I'm not warm on it. I, I'm personally of the mind that the time for expansion has passed. Yeah. And yeah. that now that we are rearing towards the end, we should be contracting. We should be getting yeah. rid of titles. Things should be ending. I don't think that there should be five, six, seven tie-ins adjacent to the rise and fall and magneto resurrection keep it to that i think solidify your line for the finale
3: and then whatever whatever the new status quo is then do all your you know then you could have i don't know prodigy number one you know um i wouldn't
0: hate it it won't happen it won't don't worry (laughs) Yeah, I I think this is weird timing, and it feels like they're trying to get everything out now that it's ending. I feel even more like that when I look back at the fall of X books. It's like, okay, yeah, we got to do an Iceman book. We got to do a Nightcrawler book again. Like, it's just like, okay, let's get every idea we had out on the table. Let's resolve stories and things like that. And it's like, okay, but that costs money. And also, like...
2: You know, yeah. Back then, especially, it's like, okay, well, this is fertile ground, fine. But now, who cares?
1: Yeah, it's over. Uh quick shout out to Dan. Thank you so much for uh, joining the the Vi pals.
0: Yes, Dan, welcome. Thank you so much, especially as a uh, as a, a a patron or a double dipper. We love those. Uh, I'm a double dipper too. When it comes to comics, I have so many duplicates. It would make people angry. <laughs> not that chip, is... chip and dip though. That's against the rules.
3: No, it isn't. You can't dip and then dip again. No. Why not? Come so out of your Seinfeld not... bit. Stop yeah, it.
0: <laughs> I know exactly Thanks, what Kale. you're doing. Thanks, Kale. Yeah. Oh, Kale. Um, Amin Perez says there shouldn't be more than five X titles, and I'm there. I think the X line it feels has felt bloated for a while. I'd like to see it cut to three or four. To be honest. One. I <laughs> uh,
2: you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't turn my nose up to it. Cause like, what's happening? <laughs> like. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Even even House and Powers was one line. You know?
0: And then when it expanded, it was like five titles. Yeah. Uh, well that but they were interesting and now we're at the end so let's let's it's enough already it's enough I can't believe I'm saying this but I think I'm ready for it to be over like
1: (gasps) if we never even got it started
2: and the the whimper that this is turned out to be
3: like
1: from like such a hot spot yeah
3: from like from a height man I'm excited to go back to school that's all I'm saying
0: Well, uh I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are.
1: but you know how expensive credits are right now
0: No thank you fair, fair.
2: <laughs> you know how much I have to pay in student loans <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> go back to class no 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 no
0: All right, X-Men we'll do a retrospective Be- trust and believe we will do a retrospective on this whole house and powers era this hickman era it's more more of a
3: post-mortem honestly
0: (laughs)
2: absolutely yeah yeah. post-mortem is it yeah is it fair to call it and maybe this will be part of what we talk about but is it fair to call it a hickman era uh
0: i think it's a tale of two eras yeah and we will definitely talk about that a lot more uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Ruiz perhaps we treated fallen angels too harshly you know what I fucking agree I actually thought that was pretty decent I don't know why people hated on that so hard but uh, you know fans will fan Let's well no. right true well. <laughs> we've got one more thing before we go home and it's a biggie we're going to do a draft because we do draft. Yep. You guys answered the call. You got us across that like goal, which by the way, if, if more likes, more better. So uh please continue to do that. But um, we're gonna do a draft, and we've got a fun one. We are going to be drafting a team of villains turned heroes. Ooh, interesting. Yes. And so, what do I mean? You know, listen, and if you have a problem with this rule, state it now or forever hold your peace, please. I am talking about characters who have meaningfully gone from villain at the start to hero. I'm not talking about. Oh, interesting. I was a. I was a. I'm not talking about, like, for example, Batman and Joker teaming up. It's oh. happened, but they're not. Joker's not a hero. I'm not talking about a like a, a smidgen brief face turn. I'm Not talking about that. They have to meaningfully act heroically for a period of time. Can we all agree to that? I'm ready okay. for that. Yeah.
2: I think I think Tyler and I are about to uh, battle
3: for the first one. What, does it happen to? Be visible?
0: <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, no. so oh, okay. <laughs> In fact, guys, that helps. <laughs> you guys know the rules. Uh, we are going to do a snake draft. I'm going to roll my dice to determine who is going first. And it uh, won't be Tyler, except that, I think it was last week. Um, it was, yeah.
3: It was an off week. Yeah,
0: weird. And, um, yeah. The winner will be determined by the audience. So, here we go. I'm going to begin by rolling for Kale. That is a five. Oof! Sorry, Papa. Tyler, that is an eight. Myself, that is a five as well. So, Kale and I will have to roll off. Marco. Twelve. Four. Yikes. So, Tyler, first again. Everything's wow. coming up, Millhouse. Fortunes have changed. So we know who's first and we know who's last. So I will now roll for Kale. That is a seven. And for myself, oh, Jesus, it fell off. I'm going to re-roll. Count. Five. Mm. So uh, it'll be Tyler, Kale, myself, and Marco.
2: Okay, before we start, yeah, I have a clarifying question so meaningful pivot right, yes, does that count if they've gone back since? Yes,
0: they do so, not have to currently be a hero to count, okay, 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 All right. they only have to have cool. at some point meaningfully become one. right how many okay. how many are we doing? Ar- arc longs I'm thinking you know yeah i, yeah. I would say multiple arcs, yeah, okay, yeah. uh, can we do five yeah Four? I can definitely do four. Let's do four.
3: Yeah. I can. I know, I'm struggling.
1: <laughs> do four as it stands.
3: <laughs> uh, may I go first? Yeah. I'm gonna go with apocalypse.
0: Fuck! Oh, Ooh, that was so my good. first.
3: Yeah, I know it was Sean's first. So that's kind of why I went. For it. Kale. Uh, Superior Spider-Man. Doc Ock. Yeah. Okay. I that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. Are you picking Doc Ock or are you picking him as Superior Spider-Man?
2: Well, Superior is where he
3: does that mm,
0: turn. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's either. So one. that
3: era of Doc Ock, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: No, that's 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 valid. Um, I'm going to draft Magneto. Yeah, that was my second yeah. pick. There Saw you go. that coming.
3: Yeah. Uh, Catwoman. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah sure. That's fair.
3: You got Absolutely. another one, Marco?
1: Oh, uh, in that case. Victor Mancha. Uh, Yeah. uh, Did he start off as
3: a villain? Runaways villain, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, was he like a bad guy? And like that was the whole thing with uh, reconnecting in Vision? Because
3: he was previously... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. That that was a a small... He started off as a good guy in Runaways. He did something bad um, later on. Yeah, I I wouldn't pick him.
1: In that case, Vision... No.
3: I don't feel it, like it, it, it did show, he did show he did start as a villain. Right. Is the base code
1: for which his face? Ultron. Hey. Uh
0: all right. Alright. I'll give it to Marco. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the boy
2: knows two things. We yes.
0: gotta let her have it. <laughs>
3: I can do another one.
0: Oh, well, you're gonna have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to do two of them. Alright. Uh so then it's Kale. No, it's you. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Uh Venom. Oh, good one. Oh,
2: good one. Oh of which one?
1: fucking Venom. Which God one? Eddie. Oh shit. Eddie? Okay. Yeah.
3: Damn. Pretty much solo soul hero now at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Black Adam. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yes. Oh. And, and again? I get to go again. Um
0: I got a good one. Oh, come okay, on. Okay,
3: okay. Possibly debatable. Norman Osborn. No. Not long enough for I this. I don't think so. That's well like? me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's do
2: And also you could can... it was telegraphed.
3: So I guess, I guess. Um, hmm. Could I throw Adam, Poison course, Ivy. In.
2: Yeah, yeah. Has it been think. long enough? I think so.
0: I feel like if we're saying, because I don't know that I think of her as a hero. Is it she, Still, she. I don't. I don't I think don't so. Kind of
3: anti-hero, I guess.
0: Yeah, she, I don't does think she does. A good. She doesn't,
3: doesn't do good things. You know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: I, I feel
2: like I feel like she's been doing that in less issues than Norman Osborn have has.
3: No, I mean she was in Birds of Prey since New Fifty Two. You know,
0: that, okay, all right, yeah, you, you're right. I, I'll I'll give She's you like that. I was Avatar just thinking of the green about the for every every time since you know. Yeah, I was thinking about the the part where she was killing people in her solo series. Um, but, that's what I'm but, thinking of. But yeah, you're like, you're right too. So I would say that that counts. Okay, so I got Poison Ivy and I got another one. Right, this is my last
3: no, one. No, you
2: had two.
1: You had two.
2: You said Scarlet Witch and oh, yes, Poison I Ivy. Yep. Damn.
1: Uh my next one is Clayface.
3: Yes. He was so, a Detective Comics bat family yeah. member. Yep.
0: Yeah. Bat fam. Um Emma Frost.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of
0: X-Men I'm, I'm seeing. Hell yeah. They love to the heal and face turn. I
1: got uh Harley Quinn.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably well, the, yeah. the most straightforward one, yeah.
1: And um, Deadpool.
3: Was introduced as a villain. Yep. Right. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Number wow, four. Marco,
1: filling it out. I still yo. I got two more. Actually, you know what? Give me that fifth, baby.
0: Whoa! Look at you. Getting a little too big for his britches right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Marco story. <laughs> Fine, thank you very much. <laughs> um. So, oh, it's me now. Yep. Uh. Now, now it gets a little bit dicey, does it?
2: It doesn't for me, so I just need you to go <laughs> with whatever your gut is. So I, I think
0: <laughs> I I'm gonna yeah uh I'm going to say Juggernaut. He was an X Men member. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All I'm right, cool yeah. with
3: that. That's fine. I, I think his face turn happened in Thunderbolts. Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Oh. Oh my God! Fuck,
3: Kale. I put one on the screen for you. <laughs> I
2: trust me. I have it. Um, oh, I think this one is boy. Oh, I'm so torn. I've made a huge mistake. I got like for this one now. For this one, I'm gonna say apocalypse.
1: You said that. I already
2: already took it. Yeah. You took Apocalypse. Yeah, Yeah, first first one. Oh, perfect. Okay, I'm gonna go with my next one then. Uh, the Silver Surfer.
1: Fuck. That's good. That's good. You thought of that, Marco? Yeah. Damn.
2: I thought I was doing some big brain shit there. That was my
1: next. That was my next one, dude.
3: (laughs) All right, my I'll I'll end it right. My last one. Yeah. Loki. Yeah. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Wow. Kale, I put I Captain like... Cold on here for you. Wow. Brother, one...
2: hey, hey, number five, Captain Cold. All right, will you shut up about <laughs> it?
0: I'm <laughs> trying to give you something. Jeez.
2: I knew it was there.
0: They want and to you were correct. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we could have even gone for five because it seems I... like we all thought of. Oh, one. were we not? I got one more. No. Let's go to five. Let's
3: go to five. Let's go six. Right. Oh. Uh,
0: wait, wait,
1: hold on a second. Right.
0: I could do six. Shit.
3: Want to go six? I'm
0: gonna,
1: to I'm gonna
2: have
0: to come up with a six, but yeah, let's go to six. <laughs> so then, in that case, would it, Tyler would get I, two picks? I go, I go one more time. Yeah,
3: right. Okay. Um. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh. Ooh, I wasn't ready for this. This is uh, my brain only went up to five, and now I'm suddenly.
0: Uh. Well, you only have four. So what was your? What would your fifth have been? I didn't have a
3: fifth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I can do five because I thought i have time to think about it. Um, let's see. I'm just going in my head. I mean, I guess this works because they were. Oh, yeah. Rogue.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. We started as a brother yeah, yep. member. That's yep. right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. And, Kale, you're going to go with Captain Gold? Captain Gold, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to draft the Winter Soldier. Ooh, nice. Good one. Good one. He started oh, off yeah. as
3: Bucky, though, who was a good guy. Oh, all right. I Yeah.
2: Uh, The Winter Soldier. Same character. Didn't, but didn't know he was Bucky. I don't care what he knew or not didn't know. The facts are still there. <laughs> That's not true. If you take away your personality, you're not Tyler. I'd, I'd be I, I, much I, 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 more I enjoyable that. too. <laughs> sometimes. I wish you that would happen to you, but Fuck.
3: I, I'm, I, I'm 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 going to argue quick uh, uh, Winter Soldier there. I think Winter Soldier if we're great. going if we're going Marvel snap rule, Sean, it's still Bucky Barnes.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I'm I'm going to recuse myself, but if, if Marco and Kale feel that it's valid, then that would makes I, sense. I think it works. Yeah.
2: 'Cause he had a massive story arc where he was a pain in Cap's ass.
0: <laughs> if 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 it bothers you, Tyler, I have another pick.
3: I'm just saying, like, he was mind controlled, so he wasn't even doing bad things on his own accord. All right. but, but then he's not fucky. <laughs> do another,
1: do another, do another. If we
0: did if we if we said yes to vision. But okay, fine. I'll do another. I'll do Quicksilver. You got a point there. You got a point. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Piccolo Daimo.
3: You going uh, piccolo, like piccolo from Dragon, Dragon Ball Z? Piccolo, Piccolo, Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, wasn't I mean, I, it? Was, wasn't limited. Yeah. That. Okay. That fits. Yeah.
2: That. Yeah. That. I have a great one that you all are gonna kick yourself for not thinking of. But I was gonna ask if we can go outside the.
0: If we're going outside the sphere then I mean I I then sure uh Marco gets two picks though. Oh, then the next one is uh Wolverine.
3: Hulk villain, technically.
0: Yep. Originally. Wow. I
3: mean, yeah. I don't know if he... more, no, more like, think more, think he like a weird, more, more like a More like weird Canadian guy that Hulk stumbled across. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he was an antagonist but not a villain. The Hulk was the villain in that one. Yeah, I I I don't I don't think so. All right. Ooh, I just I just thought ooh, I got a fucking good one and I'm yet. not getting to it. Like oh no, I'm next. Holy yeah. shit.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, hey, I, still I got, man, one. I, I got um, The Hulk
3: is a decent one, I think.
1: Oh, Mystique.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would consider oh, her man. heroic at this point. Yeah. She's on the side of good. The uh, Jennifer Lawrence made sure of that.
0: <laughs> Vegeta. Yeah. Damn that's
1: good. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh Tommy, the Green Ranger. Yeah. Oh, that's Mario No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's not comics first. That's well, still a comic. Oh, book. well. The comic now, but it was a TV show. I, I call BS on that one. Yeah, yeah, I
3: Marco's got hyped, there. but Marco's yeah. right. Yeah, he's Marco.
0: Oh, how do I feel? Mm, nasty. <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> so
2: Gotta tell you, it doesn't feel good. Uh, okay. All right, Dan. Good one. I'll call. I'm. I'm calling. I'm, I'm reaching out for the chat on this one. Plastic Man.
3: <laughs> villain. I wouldn't Star-off know.
0: He, yeah, I don't know his origin.
2: In the 30s, he was a crook. That's right. And he had a similar origin to the Joker. Yeah. He fell into a vat of chemicals and uh, became Plastic Man.
1: Hmm.
2: Uh, Harris Tommy was not good first. So screw off. Yeah, he was <laughs> always was a, it, a plant, right? One.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I get I get to finish this off probably with a whimper. Um, hmm. Man, Doctor Doom is never good. Like, <laughs> like I might yes. I might think <laughs> of him as like I agree with him, even though his, his methods aren't really he, there. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, um,
0: Tyler on record agrees with Doctor Doom. I do.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big Doctor Doom guy. Big fan. Um. Weird pick, Negan, Walking Dead.
0: Valid.
1: Yeah. Oh, he becomes a good guy?
3: Uh, yeah, it, surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. Which just sure. it, it, it shows how complex that world is. That, like, yeah.
0: So somehow we got through it. <laughs> we good. have completed the draft. <laughs> we, we started at four, we went to six. Sinestro. It. Damn
3: it, Sinestro. That's, Actually, no. Oh. Sinestro was, started off uh, as good. So Sinestro doesn't count. Yeah,
0: Sinestro wouldn't count. Well, my question is on Sinestro, not that it matters at this point, but in the publication, did he start as bad? Uh no, I don't think so either.
3: Um, actually uh,
2: not. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was just he, the he, yellow ring. He, guy. you know, before he was uh, 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 uh
0: fear guy, he was you know, he had a yellow ring. He was a bad guy. Right. I, I thought that that all that stuff was retroactive. Um, mm. So our teams are as follows. Kale got Superior Spider-Man, Black Adam, Clayface, Silver Surfer, Captain Cold, and Plastic Man. Tyler got Apocalypse, Scarlet Witch, Poison Ivy, Loki, Rogue, and Negan. Marco got Catwoman, Vision, Harley Quinn, Deadpool, Piccolo, and Mystique. Damn, that's a team. And by the way, please get a poll up if you can. Um, And I got Magneto, Venom, Emma Frost, Juggernaut, Quicksilver, and Vegeta. Who Uh, won?
3: You know know who I I just remembered? Songbird, Sean.
0: My girl Songbird, yeah. 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 Love Songbird. I couldn't have Tommy. I'm sorry, dude. I was hyped. It was good. It was a great pull. Yeah, it was. I would have loved it.
3: What I'm learning is that uh, villain to hero, great trope. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It, they make and sometimes they, the best heroes. Yeah, yeah, they do. Did anyone pick Lex, Lex Luthor? I feel like he wouldn't count.
2: I mean, that's a bit like Norman Osborn.
3: But if Captain Cold counted, then Lex was in the Justice League just as long as him.
0: But he wasn't but, good.
2: And also, Captain dick. Cold is a crook. He's not like
3: like his heart is an evil. I guess. So to speak. I guess. I mean, I signed um, with
0: Lex too. I'm I'm a, I'm a
3: Lex truther. So,
0: oh my god, wow, Lex and Doom, love capitalism and fascism <laughs> and dictators. Uh, well, let us know who you think won the draft. I see those votes coming in. Uh, and this time we will definitely let you know who you guys all voted for. Uh, once we get to the end of that poll. I want to say thanks, a huge shout out and thank you to those of you who chose to join us on the channel membership end of YouTube. You guys are phenomenal. We already have two videos up um, for you guys to check out. There's two videos up right now. We will be dropping them weekly, um, one a week, and you do have access to the emojis and and more to come, more to come. We're going to have a lot of fun with it, so um, this is a big moment for us, and we really appreciate those of you who are jumping on board Uh huge shout out to all of our patrons those that we mentioned earlier and those that we haven't you know you guys are all great we appreciate you all everybody that listens thank you so much uh, we had a great time today uh make sure you join us on october 30th for the live long halloween book club it's gonna be it's gonna be great two-face right tyler omni man Oh uh, well, no. Wait, what? He was never good. Doesn't he turn good? No, no, no. I meant like in the beginning, like he wasn't. He didn't start good. Yeah, he was a bad guy. I'm agreeing with you. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. I, he's piece shit.
2: <laughs> I've got a lot of baggage with that though. So.
0: <laughs> I I haven't read far enough to know whether or not he turns face. I assume he does, since you just brought that up. But yeah, that would be that would have been valid, and that would have been quite a pick. Ba- Battle Beast too, I think as well. But... Oh, I don't know who Battle Beast is. Oh, he's, yeah, one of the yeah, invincible guys. Um. So, yeah, patreon.com slash pals. Thank all of you so much for being a part of that. And if you want to check it out, we even have some free content. Uh, you can check out my uh, blog from New York Comic Con. So you can check that out. And then, you know, if you decide you want to take the leap, there's a lot of great stuff there for you. And we hope that you choose to do that. Uh, YouTube.com slash TheComicsPals for this show every single Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern. 366 episodes deep. Never missed a week. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals pulls. Vote in the listener pick poll, which is up right now. You can uh, make your voice heard. We've got a huge week planned next week as far as the books that we're going to be checking out. Um, Next week is just Next week is just loaded with uh, with uh, with huge books. We've got Wonder Woman 2, Amazon's Attack, Flash, Dracula, Thor, big books, big stuff. It's going to be Dracula. Fun. Yep. yep. I'm excited for Dracula, actually. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> Me too. I'm very hyped for Dracula. In this um, the year of our Lord
2: 2023.
0: I know, right? Join our Discord server. We would love to have more of you be a part of that. Uh, it's again wow. totally free discord is totally free it's just a place you can come hang out with us and have a good time so uh we would appreciate you guys being on board uh let's hit the plugs oh no before we do the plugs, yeah the poll broke i don't know what happened to it well marco
3: wins
1: oh, and marco's been right mad times today he's been hey, he wins the,
2: the that's the one
1: how did that hello. happen
2: I, I, Marco's
3: I Marco's team. whole episode arc has been villain turned hero at the end. <laughs> no.
0: Listen, let me. I'm not making any accusations, but I gotta ask a question. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Did you do it, Marco? No,
1: I hit. Liar! And I, 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 uh, liar. I didn't. I didn't. I was waiting. I think Just, the Piccolo uh,
3: pick really garnered some some uh, some love from the from the chat. I gotta say, there's
1: some there's some anime fans out there, man. Got the you mean manga. You mean manga. You mean manga. We're
3: talking comics right now. Manga. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. manga. You, you almost had to resend your your pick there at the, at the last <laughs> second. Yeah. Plugs kill. Fire.
2: Uh, you can find me at Marco's a liar on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me at Toto in tow on Instagram. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. Hey, Harris, I shouldn't have told you to screw off. That wasn't very good. Um, I said it. On the show, I better say this on the show.
0: My bad. Very nice. And it's all in fun.
2: It's all in fun. Yes, you are wrong about Tommy, but it's all in fun.
0: We've known Harris for many, many years. Um, <laughs> been, been, been support, been supporting the show for a long time. Uh, Marco, uh, you can find me at Mr. Marco Nomoto on Instagram and Twitter,
1: and all the things at Mr. Marco Animoto. Just talk to me,
0: Tyler.
3: You could follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter and Threads and TikTok and everywhere. Uh, there's too many social media applications now. Where like Kale went the opposite, where he like just ditched them all. Um, I'm like way too into all of them, and it's just uh, it's all face into phone. So
0: as for me, uh, you can find me playing Spider Man. Yeah, same, same. How is it? quickly it's fucking awesome and we will talk more about that on palling around this thursday at 6 p.m eastern be there we'll see you then for the pals i'm sean saying until next time we love you thank you take care guys Pals, will see you next week